Hey, welcome to Hot Takes, everybody. It is Young Shiro, and I'm here with the lovely, the critically acclaimed <laughs> skeleton lipstick. Oh, <laughs> um, it's skeleton lipstick. We got uh, we got a great night for you guys. We got a very, very well loved and very well known member of our community on the um, on the the roster tonight. A B fans joining us. So, to all you new viewers, welcome to Hot Takes. Hot Takes is a vaporwave talk show where we talk about vaporwave, but lots of other stuff too. Um, we love to argue, we love to debate, we love to to geek out about everybody's favorite art and music on Hot Takes. Um, we uh, we also like to uh, to keep the questions flowing in the chat for our illustrious guest. Um, what we don't like to do is name calling, shit talk. Well, shit talking is actually okay, um, but uh, you know, just just try to punch up, no punching down. Uh, to all you regulars, thank you so much for being here. I see a lot of awesome people in the chat. Welcome. Uh, welcome back. We're glad to have the Hot Takes Horde back uh, on Monday night. Um, just a couple quick reminders before we talk about recommendations and get the hot take for tonight and then get on to our night with our guest. Um, if anybody's too loud or too quiet, let me know. If the music is too loud or too quiet, if anything's not working, if anyone's frozen, um, if you want to know what the song is that's playing, etc., let me know. In chat, um, a couple things. If you hit exclamation point donate, the link to our donation portal comes up. Donations are optional, but they're very much appreciated. All donations go towards equipment upgrades and commissioned art, like the art that B Fant did for us for last season, or the PJ Rourke art, Sega Octopus. Uh, we're commissioning a new ad for D, uh, by, to DS Dude right now. So, and that's all thanks to to our, our regular donors like Be Careful, so Luxury much. Noise, Chase. Um, Leo and some other awesome people. Um, if you uh, if you had exclamation, yeah, if you had exclamation Skelly or exclamation Shiro, you can find our link trees and follow us. Um, and then of course any emotes you type in show up on the screen. Uh, we're also going to be pinning questions on the screen as well. And uh, I think that about sums it all up. Just uh, keep it live in the chat. Invite your friends. Uh, tweet about us. Put it on Facebook. Uh, put it on YouTube. Put it on any social media. If you want to get uh, your friends involved, we would love to have them on the show. Um, we're going to start tonight off with a couple recommendations, courtesy of me. As you know, Skelly and I are both DJs. We constantly dig in the crates, finding new work uh, to, to showcase. And so I've got three of my favorite finds recently, and they are all sponsored by the letter D. For whatever reason, I really like to find albums by artists that start with the same letter. Um, actually, I think, no, no, the first one is by the letter D. Um, Orange Milk Records, run by our very own Keith Rankin, right? Really eccentric record label, full of a lot of experimental music that, that uh, frankly, is, is pathfinding, groundbreaking music, right? There's a particular artist that oh, I man. just caught wind of recently called Diamond Soul. Never heard oh, Diamond Soul before. Familiar. I wasn't either. Um, it's extremely chaotic, almost unclassifiable as far as genre, but lots and lots of like MIDI work, but also just, I don't even really know how to describe Diamond Soul other than it's chaotic and lots and lots of fun. Um, the album's called Cloud Reality. I'm going to drop a link to it right here and you can find it on Orange Milk Records. I really wish I had a better description for what it sounds like other than there's a lot of mini and it's extremely chaotic. It's vapor adjacent and I highly recommend you guys check out 
Cloud Reality by Diamond Soul. If you want to hear some some weird shit. <laughs> uh, another album. N- neither of these. None of these are like modern albums, by the way. I I, I just find stuff and just recommend it. That's all. <laughs> um, going back to I want to say 2017 during the uh, Hard Vapor era, which I completely panned. Hot take. I did not like Hard Vapor. Um, I've never really liked Happy Hardcore or Gabber, and and some of the some of the marketing and PR around Hard Vapor was just kind of not really my style. Um, so, as a fan of deconstructed club music and a lot of the like harder, angrier, more bombastic uh, club music, I've kind of taken a second look at some of the acts. Uh, you're oh, right. It good was a for 2016. You, man. Good, good for you. Well, I think that is actually the reaction people should always have to things they dismiss, whether it be absolutely know, genre, that movement or any movement ever in in, 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 the, in the musical sphere. It's like if you wanted, if you dismiss something, you're like, yeah, I don't like it from your initial perspective. Yeah, yeah. Take a breather from it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't have to like it right away. I would take a breather from it, but then like I don't know, maybe eventually be like. Okay, let me reassess. You know what I mean? I am after always down to have my mind changed. Initial and after your initial first impression, it's always good to go back and re- and then you know what? And then you know, usually you go back and you're like, oh, this is interesting right here. Oh, this is interesting yeah. right there. Yeah. yeah. Always, so there's, that happens. That always happens. You know what I mean? I, I'm really glad you agree, man. And and there are of course some players in that scene that I'm not crazy about. Um, also, Shiny Crystal Pistol. You're right. It was mostly 2016. Um, and um, I want to just highlight my favorite find in that scene is DJ Alina with the album Maniacs. DJ Alina is a pretty quintessential uh, you know, artist from that. DJ uh, Alina, in yeah. my opinion, has... Oh, my God. Thank you for the generous pretty donation, good, right? Chase. $40 from Mossy Frog Tapes. Unreal. Thank you, oh. buddy. Um, love that guy. Um, Maniacs by DJ Alina. If you like angry scary bombastic very like industrial sounding um you gotta check out dj alina um it's not a secret if you go on their discogs dj alina is liz from spf 420 um Mm -hmm. and it kicks ass the album just bangs really good it's hard it's angry it's scary and if you like that sort of thing you need to check out maniacs by by dj alina and then my last one tonight is is all of these are kind of vapor adjacent, but this one is a bit of a stretch. Um, artist I discovered via Elemental 95, a now defunct breaks and lo-fi house label run by Mayel and um, Devin from um, the Vape Council. Uh, Elemental 95 released a handful of really solid breaks and lo-fi house albums. And one of them, one of the artists that was released was a guy called Doesn't Matter. Just one word, Doesn't Matter, no punctuation, anything. Um... And I have followed his career ever since discovering his work via Elemental 95. And everything I find by him just gets progressively better. I want to recommend an album by Doesn't Matter called Catalog 05. If anybody likes warped, warbled, uh, retro synth fonts or sound fonts, um, but, but with a danceable beat, this one is for you. And it's also got a lot of like, kind of like trap and like Memphis, like 808 type stuff going on in it too so it's just it's just a fun time and and the guy is really really good at writing melodies so between those three hopefully you guys have something to go on for this week i'm gonna yield the floor to skelly with tonight's hot take okay let's think um 
All right. So uh, let's see. Um, a couple of things I want to talk about, I guess. Uh, uh, first thing uh, is uh, okay. So I had this. Uh, I had this thought, and it was basically so. There's a there's an artist in the scene that I'm a big fan of, and apparently they have a, a YouTube or a video channel where they have a you know make all this kind of content that's in the more of the analog horror world. They did apparently had some sort of plot twist in one of their, I, I've actually never watched any of their YouTube uh, output. I'm only familiar with them as, 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 produ as producer. And they put out uh, this, they, apparently they do this analog horror thing that uh, they have a big following with. Apparently there was like a, basically a, a portion in, in the more the more recent videos that I guess was dealt with a more sensitive subject that uh, some people thought was uh, inappropriate or in bad taste and they got a lot of flack for it and um, two things it really really apparently like the you know the, the this producer took it really hard and you know almost considered removing their entire internet presence over these people making comments about you know their the video they made and so two things one is uh, okay so I'm not familiar with the channel I do know it's horror and in my opinion horror uh, you know, it's, it's, this is, this is a sort of a, you know, in my opinion, a harder horror is sort of something where, you know, it's fucking horror. And I understand that there can be some True. stuff that people might not find tasteful, but that's like an all horror. And at the end of the day, horror is a port is a place where, you know, you kind of go, you know, to sort of you know, safely purge your anxieties about taboos and have some form of catharsis from it, right? Like, this is a little ridiculous. I understand that there's, that people can be hurt by certain things or subject matters, but it's fucking horror. Like, this is where you go to have catharsis. This is where you go to purge things and to purge your anxieties. And, and I I don't really feel that there should be too many boundaries within it. And, you know, bad taste can is, is oh, fuck, am I losing? No, no, you're here. Okay, good. We got you. And I don't know. I really do feel like that's a place where, you know, I mean, lots of horror is full of things that are in bad taste. One of my, and it's and it's so funny because it's so, a lot of it's pretty critically acclaimed. One of my favorite films is, okay, is Climax by Gaspar Noe. And, oh, damn. you know, right? Have you seen it? No, but that guy's really good at horrifying. Yeah, it's really horrifying. <laughs> like, but that's where you go to purge things. He made that are, irreversible, you know, the right? Darker, like, you gotta like the things in the darker regions of the mind. They need to be, you know, they need they actually do need to be allowed to have some breath. And there are ways to do things that are, you know, very you know difficult subject matters or things that are almost feel exploitational in a way that can be done in an artful manner. And you know, I'm, I'm very sorry, but I think it's I think it's ridiculous when people are are trying to judge horror by the same standards you might judge other things. So that's one. But two... Yeah, I see is, that. But it's, it's dumb. Like, seriously. Give me a fucking break. You're going to be triggered by something in a horror film? Get the fuck out of here. Shut up. Damn. Anyway, it's fucking horror. Jesus Christ. Could it be any clearer? Time for the horror. Potentially. I don't... It's silly. But the thing that's much sillier to me is that... Or not silly, but really upsetting to me is that, you know... You know, because, you know, if you feel like your internet presence is being compromised by something, by just maybe a few people, like, you know, when your actual, you know, your 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 actual presence is so 
built on the idea of what you, how you're perceived on the internet, and that when you feel like you're losing space on it, or feel like you're you've 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 done something to sort of you know that that is up for debate about taste, but you've done something not not even anything like really bad, right? You never you haven't actually done anything. You haven't said any any anything bad. You haven't. Uh, committed any actual crime, but maybe you've done something that something somebody else thinks is in bad taste, and this happens all, and, and and you get a reaction to that, and the reaction makes you feel like, you know, you don't belong, and you have to now delete everything. I mean, I, I think that's a problem. I, I really feel like there's a, that's a that's an issue when people's, um, you know, when, when people feel like you know their you know their entire uh, sense of ego and sense of self is is based on you know their continued presence on the internet and their output and how they're perceived on that to the point that like you know even a little bit of pushback can really make you question everything and think that you have to leave you know and then think like oh my god I yeah man i hope they're gonna be scary it's okay. scary i really feel bad about that i really feel bad that that people feel that way and they don't really need to and it's i don't think that's healthy i mean you know you have to understand that it's okay if people criticize you, or it's, it's okay even if people send you a lot of mean messages. You know, you got to be. You know, we all have to really like take a deep breath and be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, life is long and the internet's big. I should just relax. And life is long and the internet's big. <laughs> like you know, um, I don't know, but I feel like probably a lot of young people, you know, have a lot of their you know self worth tied up in whatever their presence is on the internet right and i you know shudder to think what's going to happen to some people it's hard eventually. to be a There's young person online these like days let I me mean, think about some influencers and all the people vying for space as an influencer this is totally opposite you know just really connected but not related you know think about those like i wonder what they're going to do when they get older and how their you know emotional well-being is going to be you know if they can't if they don't feel like they're consistently um you know escalating their presences you know what i mean I, I hope this person about. is okay. I agree with you. They, they, I think they will be. They're a phenomenal producer. They're going to be fine. They're an extremely talented, strong person. And I think they'll be fine. But it did upset me to see you know such a hard reaction from them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, anyway, another. So that's that's one. I guess the other one. I guess we should talk about. It, and it's, I think we'll we'll bring in Buffont. Uh, once we get to oh, it. Oh yeah, this one's a good the, one. Is, is the AI stuff, right? Is the yeah. uh, you know, the, the AI generated art, right? That's going around the internet right now with that that little uh app that takes your face and makes makes you into an anime character and makes you yeah. into uh you know all kinds of different styles of art and like I saw that and I signed up for it and I was like, "Oh, fun." <laughs> like that was my reaction. Yeah, they oh, were kind of cool. I know, but then, like, after I did it, I'm like, oh, what are the implications of this? Like, where is this? Right. Like, where are they getting the imagery from? What did I just submit my photos to? Yeah. Is this, like, ridiculous? Like, you know, like, you know, am I... Where, where, I saw someone saying, I, I didn't realize, like, on the internet, like, I, I guess maybe what's happening is... Uh, what? There's a word for it. I can't remember what it is because I'm not as tech savvy. Where are they, like, just kind of going through other real artists' work and like just trawling that stuff? And, yeah, trolling is, is there some Amal- algorithm like, that's just trolling that, amalgamating that, and like taking yeah. your face and using other people's art? And I'm like, well, that's that's not good. Um, so, you know, is this a good thing? You know, what do we, what do we, how are we, what, what, what is, what do we, how do we feel about AI art? Is it cool? I mean, I, I really, I really love the stuff that. Um, it's you know, such that, a hard question to answer. I really just want to know what the artists think, and I've heard a well, lot of different uh, opinions. You know, 
you know, I love the stuff that DMT Tapes is is doing when he when he puts out the uh, all his all his like landscapes and such. You know what I mean? I think that was that stuff's really cool. Oh yeah, that guy's been doing it for a while. His stuff is awesome, but I don't know. It's that's the whole other thing that he's been working with, and I don't know. This is this was just like I downloaded an app, and in an hour I had like fucking like two hundred uh, photos and shit. You know what I mean? True. You know. Hmm. Well, I guess we better find out what B Fant has to say to that. Are you guys ready? I'm ready, and I think B is ready too. Chris, yeah, awesome. So B fan, if you guys don't, if there's got to be obviously somebody in the chat who doesn't know, but B fan is a an artist, a visual artist, a musician, and a friend to many, um, and of course a person that we have done a lot of business with. Um, uh, we are very excited to bring B on the show. Go ahead and unmute yourself, B. Welcome to Hot Takes. Hey. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's been a long time coming. As I mentioned last night, I'm sorry that it's been so long. We're very excited <laughs> okay. to have you here, um, especially as a multifaceted artist. And we want to know what you think about what Skelly said. Yeah, so there are implications to the whole AI, AI art thing. There is a whole school of thought where art is seen as a luxury and I think that being able to have accessible art is important but there are also people who whether it's like a developer or even like the artist whose artwork got feeded into the AI itself like someone is behind that mm. so yeah, interesting. Um, interesting. but it, it also isn't going away and Sega Octopus made a really good point today about it not going away. So just yeah. fucking steal it back. Like, just use oh, it at, like, what, what I like to do. Like, just use it as a reference. Use it. Build upon it. Don't just have it. I, I liked out. Sega's response. It was very, like. Exactly. It was Sega very. Just it was a really cool fan art too. of me and Wendy. Yeah. It was awesome. I, yeah. I, I, like, woke up this morning and saw I'm like, ah, that was so cool. I was so flattered. But anyway, yeah. yeah so you're saying. Just build upon it. Don't just have it fit some crap out and call it a day like do something with it like what keith has been doing with it has been that really changed my mind on it mm. um made me a little more open-minded about the whole thing because yeah just making it your own don't just leave it up to a string of words that you put into like a input box or whatever but mm. i haven't messed around a whole lot with it i did do the anime face thing but i really haven't done much right. of anything else with it um, Would you use it as inspiration? I mean, probably. Um, I don't have like access to it. Like, I don't pay for any of it. Right. Um, I still go the old way with cu cultivating, I guess, my own uh, reference and kind of like right. Frankensteining it into one big Photoshop file and going from there. Very um, cool. But we'll see. Yeah. Something may happen. I I uh, I I used it to just uh, <laughs> upload a upload a bunch of uh, <laughs> pictures of you and Wendy, right? No, nah, just a bunch of like. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Do you no, upload a I, I bunch of it, photos I used of yourself? It a lot to wait. I used it a lot to basically upload a bunch of. <laughs> uh, sorry, this is inappropriate. I upload a bunch of nudes of Wendy and composite like new anime versions and shit. Yes. <laughs> feeding the algorithm i'm like oh this is fun what's the ai what's the, i'm gonna have ai generated nudes of wendy oh this will be fun uh, <laughs> i mean I I, i've seen some some people who've done it and 
and there have been some some pretty they weirdo, good. They came out really pretty wild it's dudes. Really you know, they're really fascinating. They're interesting. I, I, it's terribly inappropriate for me to post them, but like I, they're really interesting. Anyway, <laughs> is what it is. Yeah. Well, uh, you guys run up the questions for B in chat. Um, anything and everything that you have to say within reason will run by yes. our special guest <laughs> today. And until then, um, I know Skelly usually likes to kind of start the night off with some biographical questions. It's become a bit of oh, a trend. Oh, hold on. Christ is telling me, John's telling me I need some shame. Skelly needs Never. some shame. You're Never. right. <laughs> not part of, that's not part of my brand. Always. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, I would like to know if John has used the AI art thing. He's a visual artist as well. Well, I don't know if John's used it for his own nudes. I would possibly be interested in knowing that. But no longer interested in the question. If it's not I'm so nudes, sorry. he doesn't care. <laughs> right. Um, we've got a, we've got a question um, wait, in chat should, real quick. Should I, should I... All right, let's do that. That'll we just let's hit this question really we quick. Can do, we'll do a couple questions in the chat. Let's, let's do it. Flip it up a little bit. Laggy McLaggin Pants. What is one of B's favorite non-vapor albums? <laughs> okay. Um, that didn't come out this year, right? You know, I'm really bad about like keeping up with the current releases. So anything, anytime. Okay. Yeah. So my favorite non-vapor album has to be I think it's gonna be uh, Akhenaten by Philip Glass. What is it? It's one of them. Akhenaten. Akhenaten. Yes. It is an opera that was commissioned to Philip, you know, for Philip Glass to do about oh, top five the... B answers. <laughs> this is totally on brand for you. Uh, keep going. This is so on brand it, right it now. Was commissioned after I think one of the pyramids was on Earth in like the late seventies. Wow. And about Akhenaten, who was the first. What? The first. The first. Damn. To unify Upper and Lower Egypt under one, like to the first to like kind of bring monotheism to Egypt and it's about that and he was like yeah it's ooh and I, I've seen it many times the Met Opera does a pretty great oh Lux linked the it. Wikipedia page thank you Lux you Lux oh my god Link Queen Akhenaten <laughs> is, is great um, Runner by Steve Reich is I, I just don't know if I'm pronouncing that right because I've only seen his name read um, that's a close second. Um, that's a really cool. We both know who you're talking other about. Minimalist piece. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, and I mean, I don't know if if it's a the reason it's a wonderful that we, scholarly answers. <laughs> the reason I brought I B on the show is not just because they're a phenomenal artist, but their taste in music is like oh, ridiculously curated. Like B yeah. can have like a Philip Glass song followed by a Silver Mount Zion song. Followed oh, by the most yes. cutesy, kawaii, whatever you've ever heard. And then Death Dynamic <laughs> Shroud. And I'm just like, man, this person doesn't mess around. Oh, look. No, got, uh, not at all. DDS not on the wall. Do. <laughs> this one doesn't play around about their music taste. No, they do not. <laughs> all right, Skelly. All right. Let's, okay, let's get into this then. All right. Well, first of all, how, how, how 
How long have you been animating for? How long have you been illustrating for? When did you start? What did you start making art? So I never really took any classes and, you know, we, I went to Catholic school, didn't really foster any kind of that uh, creative relationship. You went to Catholic school. How was that? Um, you know, I, I think I, it's a similar experience um, to a lot of people. It, it had a lot of good, uh, like it taught me more like life about like, yeah. like being punctual and like learning how to write in cursive and like stuff like oh. that. Like I like wearing a uniform because I didn't have to figure out what to wear every day. Mm-hmm. But you're right. also kind of just like taught one way and if you try to like, diverge or like question it, it's like you're, you're out of luck. They don't, they can't help you with anything. But you um, did feel like right. you learned, um, you know, uh, some good life skills because it was so regimented. Yeah, they they, they, yeah. they they run that crap like it's the Marines. You it's, know, that's the thing know. is like you can really like no matter if you're, you know, situations where you don't exactly, you know, think that you maybe feel correct in that, you know, in the right place or if, you know, you feel it's difficult or you feel like, you don't know, there's so many skills to learn from every experience we have in life. You know what I mean? There's so many, there's so many positives too that we could take exactly. and generalize to other things we do. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're like, well, yeah. punctual on time. They wrote in cursive. I don't even know if they teach cursive to kids anymore. These do they oh, even try? I don't, I don't even know. know if they teach cursive anymore to kids. I I, I don't know. Um, but but anyway, a lot of that happened outside of school. I <laughs> really didn't like draw. We didn't have like a whole lot of art classes, so I didn't start that education until I went to art school. Um, and then, but I did a lot more music outside of school. I started playing the piano and violin when I was like five. Damn. And <laughs> so right. I I was in a string orchestra from the sixth grade to the twelfth grade and I would transpose music for us and I've even conducted Jeez. a couple times. It's a lot you of conducted? fun. Huh. Yeah, oh, it's fun. really great. I, I was Be the a boss. big old metronome, you know, like it was oh, fantastic. And um since I've moved back to Jersey, I got called back to that orchestra as an alumni. So I've been back on that saddle for about a year, which is really great. I want to do something with it now, like incorporate violin work into into vapor somehow. But in terms of visual mm. art, I really. Would you I mean, gravitate that's, that's, towards? What do I gravitate towards? It really depends on what I'm trying to say, I think. What did you think- gravitate towards when you were younger? Oh yeah. Was there any particular like underground comic artists or any or any or mainstream comic artists or, or cartoons or what, what did you I feel drawn to? Of, I read a lot of manga growing up. I read a lot okay. of manga Sick. growing up. That was all I did. You know, you're sitting on you the like? floor and borders. Uh, I read a lot of shoujo. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a, there was <laughs> there was a series that I that it was the first series I picked up and finished. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom actually picked it up. She's like, oh, this. Is Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> it's, it's called Mamote Lollipop. It's mm-hmm. eight volumes long, and it's about this girl who swallows the candy, and these two guys need to protect her from people that are trying to steal the candy. Oh, and wow. I, 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 I haven't, like, revisited it. since I haven't... I don't know if it holds up. I read it in the fourth grade, but... In my mind, it, it, was, pretty, it was pretty spectacular. And then I caught on to Naruto, and... Oh yeah, Naruto. You know, of course, absolutely. Got, got into like uh, 
Azumanga Dayo, Lucky Star. Yeah, all the mainstays. So, yeah, exactly. The, the class. So I did draw a lot of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I had all the how to draw manga books and stuff like mm -hmm. that. They're still in the basement yeah. somewhere. May, may go and break those out just for fun. Follow the steps. <laughs> So, okay, so you were initially yeah. drawn to manga. That was what you kind of liked drawing a lot as a, as a as a as a younger 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 kid. Um, mm -hmm. But you don't exactly draw manga now. You know, no. you, you don't no. you don't draw any manga. Uh, so what makes really. you Yeah, not really. And when yeah. did you start to like kind of to to move away from that, and develop your own style? I guess. Like, what else were you were you trying to do? Something that was your own version of manga, but like you know, but through your eyes, or what are you were you inspired by other things too? In addition to the manga, so like later on in high school, um, I was reading up about how to like build a portfolio, and I went to like my local community arts center and had someone help me build a portfolio to apply to colleges, mm -hmm. and a lot of them just discouraged that that style they don't want to see a portfolio full of manga i would go they would these wow. portfolio day sessions that are held yeah. all across the country where you can go to like a convention center and all of these colleges will be set up to review your portfolio wow. and i remember this guy in front of me and in line for ringling college in uh, sarasota florida and at the time i was going to go to school for animation and the guy in front of me had this whole portfolio of like beautifully drawn like anime like really good like marker work and stuff like that like i can't i don't fuck with markers like that's the whole i, I, don't, fuck with markers. Genius, I don't fuck with markers i'm not yeah. good at it there's like a whole look for it and this wow. guy just he was like brush them off he's like we don't we don't deal with this you know sorry you don't deal and, with then, and then and then wow he's that's like, cold wow Jesus. so and even when i was in school it was encouraged to draw in that style. There are definitely professors who encourage you to draw whatever you want and maintain some joy because you're doing these eight <laughs> hour studio classes, drawing. Oh my God. Yeah. The, 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 like it's the hours, the, the hours that you are, yeah. the art students do is, is nuts. The joy gets nuts. beaten out of you. And I understand oh, that many people yeah. don't like finish. You know what I yeah. mean? There's so many like cruddy parts to art school. So it's like, yeah, yeah remember, even now I'm still I trying I was to figure to PJ, out. Talking to PJ about that, you know. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. even now I'm still trying to figure out like why did I like doing this in the first place? Because you're so regimented in art school too. Like you're you have to do this. You have 50 thumbnails to do next week. You got 10 sketches to do this because this, oh, wild. this that. And when you get out of art yeah. school, especially if you don't go into an artistic career right out the gate. Mm -hmm. You, you, you try to remember, like, why, what am I doing? Why did I do this? And I remember my portfolio professor telling me senior year, a lot of people after six months of graduating just stop. Like, they just stop drawing completely. And that Damn, was that's just, depressing. Like, wow. Really funny to hear, right? We hate to hear that. We yeah. do hate to hear it. So we're, we're we trying to just find the joy in it while also, like, getting better at it. Because I feel like... I've been out of practice. I haven't been. Just drawing. gotta charge so that apple. You feel like you've been out of practice. You upload Listen, something like every so fucking day. <laughs> I swear I can't even keep up. But there's sometimes where like I mean I just don't like I usually like on my Instagram feed get something from you. But there's sometimes like it just doesn't come up on my feed. So I have to like be like yeah, I haven't done anything yeah, from Bianca in a while, thing. and I have to go check on your Instagram page. And I was like nine new posts, and I'm like what? And I have to like. 
like all these. What the hell? What I what I what I mean by that is you you spend four years drawing from life and fulfilling a sketchbook with certain observations. I see. I see. And with the pandemic and working from home full time. I don't get out as much as I used to just to Yeah, walk. touching grass is definitely yeah. a luxury. But so that in, in terms of out of practice, that's that's how I feel. Like I can't draw like anatomy perspective. You know. <laughs> right. Like the technical skills I feel like I I don't have as strong as a grasp as, as I used to. So that's definitely something I wanna work on Nothing in the new year. That. Yeah. You know, we got a backlog of questions in chat. You guys mind if I oh run God, a couple? I'm sorry. We yeah. do you that don't, you don't know anybody. An apology. More questions <laughs> in regards to what, what Bianca is talking about. So go ahead, continue. Let me let you me just interject. Okay, one or two. Pause for, let's pause for a moment and do some questions. Yeah, some questions. Uh, Shiny Crystal Pistol says, "B, who is your favorite popular artist, music or visual art? Oh. Popular Ooh. artist. Popular artist. Okay. Popular music artist. Or yeah, music, music or, or visual, visual art." Or both, if you have an answer to both. Trying to def- I'm trying to figure out the gauge of popularity, because I want to say Black Midi. Um, Quiz already made a popular. joke about that in chat. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, the gauge of pop. They're pretty popular in, like, the world, like the alternative like, music. Like, do spectrum. you like Disney, yeah, but like, or do you like, you know, uh, Carly Rae Jepsen? I don't know. Emotion was fun, but I haven't really listened to that in a while. Okay, emotion, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see emotion. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much that. That's the answer. You know, everyone loves that. That's that's the Carly Rae Jeff. That's the pop album that the alternative kids, myself included, do very much enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> I agree. That's I'll, I'll second that answer as well. And yeah, and Black Beauty, mm. you're right. They're, they're they're they've been having a moment for the last few years. So for sure, they're another. If I'm my dad knows popular. them, I, I guess they're popular. If your dad knows you them, go. they're popular. <laughs> that's a big Carly Rae Jepsen stand. Got it. Uh, I, feel like it weird. I can't use the word stand. It feels weird when I say it. Anyway, uh, one more, um, one more, really quick one. Drink your tears. Ninety four. Former guest on the show. Have you ever read Spiral by Koji Suzuki? No, I haven't. I'm writing it down. I haven't either. But apparently, it's it's got to be cool. All right. Thank you, Skelly. Can you run that? Okay. Spiral by Koji Suzuki. Okay, uh, they they spelled it K O J I and then Suzuki S U Z U K I. Perfect, awesome Suzuki method. I'm familiar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Skelly. Skelly, what's up? Oh, uh, those were. I just wanted to get two questions out of the way. Back to you. Uh, I'm just I'm just mocking myself right now in the chat. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my turn to talk again. Yes, okay. yes, yes. Happening? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it right, is indeed. Great. Hello. Um, kids. Okay, so here's what I really want to ask about because, uh, and I also want to get back to your to your musical tastes eventually too. But I want to continue on along the lines of discussing your artistic style and that uh, journey. So I think one of the biggest things that's and it's probably very difficult for for any kind of artist to do, almost even uh, you know, particularly as a visual artist, is developing their own style. And you've obviously put a lot of work into developing your style so that when somebody sees something that you know that it is you that made it, you know, and that's like so crazy to me because it's basically creating a language. Do you know what I mean? And like, and everything, so it's a visual language. And so basically when, you know, and now, and everything is translated, like you're going to draw a picture of a character 
And it's like almost like, okay, I'm going to take this phrase in English and write it in Japanese. And you know what I mean? Like you're gonna like, I'm gonna take this picture, I, but it's not Japanese, it's it's the B font language. Like I'm gonna, <laughs> and it's not a language, it's a visual, it's not a, it's not a written yeah. language, it's a visual right. language. So that's like a really crazy thing, right? To develop a personal visual language and yeah. that's consistent. And it's consistent too. Like, you know, like, you know, the J is always written like a J, but like yeah. hair is always drawn like hair for you. Yeah. So that's like the most fascinating thing to me, particularly about you visual artists. And how the hell do you do that? Like, how did you start uh, refining and defining your visual yeah. style, your visual language? That was my biggest fear in Your school was that I wasn't going to be able to find something. Beef fonts. Was... Oh my God, I'm dying right now. Everyone's saying Oh my God. Beef fonts. <laughs> Who was the Somebody first on one Twitter to say that? Said that? Island, you said that first? Oh, is, that, hey. is that PJ who said it first? I'm oh, dying. That's so fucking clever. Oh my God, I can't. That's a clever. I... Yeah. You win. That's amazingly clever. <laughs> Everyone go uh, PJ. back it up. All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, let's go back to yeah. this. So distracting Lots... how, how fucking clever that was. Um, Lots of, lots of, lots of just drawing what I wanted alongside, like, what I had to do for class was huge. Like, maintaining a sketchbook outside of my class was yeah. really, like, because even when I was doing art before I went to college, I, it was very inconsistent. It was, like, some weird, like, you know, like a Tumblr, like, 2014 illustration style, but, yeah. like, I was really into Egon Chile at the time, so I was like, oh, like, yeah, like Egon fucking Chile. with that. Absolutely, so, the long you know, limbs and the big fingers and the sort of like Egon, the sort of clearly Wait, like what is this? Egon Flux They're style like stuff. Egon Shield. Yeah. What's like, it called? Uh, Egon Shield is Egon a famous Chile. artist. Oh, I guess I've not Chile, heard sorry. of it or seen it. Damn. You'd recognize his work if you saw it, but oh, it's, it's like, like okay, is that the guy that made salad fingers? Uh, no, it's not the guy who makes sense. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. not Egon Schiel is like yeah, a really, he's, really he's famous really expressionist good. artist from oh, Austria. Oh, okay. Uh, he's like a, like from like the 1890s. You know, oh, from like the totally Gilded, different era. He's My like bad. from like the fucking like Gilded Egon Age. Gilded Age. Well, not Gilded Age. I guess that's America. But he's like an Austrian, Austrian like famous fine artist from like the 1890s and ah, such, dude. Fine. Well, actually, uh, well, not 1890s. So 18. Uh, no, anyhow, he. Around. Have you ever seen uh, Eon Flux? Uh, um, Isaac, no. Oh, damn. Okay. I know well, what I it is. But say, no. A lot of like a lot of that looks a lot very. It looks very Egon Schiele. So it's that sort of style of like limbs and like body and sinewy long limbs and shit. So anyway, that was a big influence on you. That's interesting. I could. That's so. Go on. We, I interrupted the flow. That is very cool. Isaac thought that Egon Schiele I'm was sorry. a tumbler. Isaac, Isaac was. <laughs> Isaac was convinced. Yeah. Egon let Schiele me get that tumbler. Made salad fingers. So I will. I will. I will catch you up to speed with some Egon Schiele after very this for cool. sure. But I I didn't know where I was going with it. I didn't know what I, I couldn't like envision what my work would look like in a professional setting anyway. I was having it and like my professors and like we had like a, a board come in and review our portfolios and give us kind of like their opinion on what they recommend we do with our work post graduation. And every single time we had one of these reviews, they could never give me like a straight answer that takes a look at other people. They're like, You can do so much or Good luck. <laughs> so I kind of just left with no real grasp on what I could do. So I think just kind of drawing things as I saw them, but in like a shorthand, essentially, that eventually became 
how I draw with like big cheesy grins and massive yeah, ears. Big I don't care ears. how big your, I don't care how small they are actually. Like I'm gonna I love the big ears. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> love it. That's that that they they quickly became like hallmarks, I guess. Um out of spite, I guess. Out I don't know. Spite? Interesting. <laughs> I remember when that I made the mock-up for you. Like, that honestly, I said, at the end of the day, like, I was like, I know does. exactly what this is going to look like, and it's exactly what I want. <laughs> the yeah. giant. You know, that's grin. kind of a thing. It's like you know, doing creating a new artistic language is a form of rebellion, right? You know what I mean? You have to kind of. Yeah, like, I know. When... I know this is the way the world works. This is the way the world looks. But this is how it's going to look to me. This is how I'm going to draw it. You know what I mean? When this they tell you that. When when a bunch of professionals tell you that they have no idea what you're here for and what you should be doing with it when you get out of here, it's it's pretty harrowing. Holy oh, shit! Damn. That's that what you, you spent you spend all that time, all that yeah. energy, all that all that money. Oh shit! All uh, that uh, money. <laughs> oh no! All that money. It's, it's oh, god. So like I, I I understand why people say don't go to art school. Like I. I as someone who finished it, I get it. Wow. I don't know what it's like post-pandemic or, you know. So I, I graduated right before all of that started. So, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying don't go to art school. Like, I definitely benefited from it because I didn't do anything art-related. I, I had no real, like, guidance before I entered that kind of program. But now that I have it, like, it's mine forever. It's so, true. It's yours. You know, it's, it's, then it's no one can, they can't take that away no matter how many times they told me so that's no that's exactly right and that's you know that's that the, the, the achievement is always yours it is there it is always part of uh, uh of it's part of your story forever you know what i mean yeah. And, yeah so that's yeah. that's that's exactly right but, and i would have um, never met you if mm-hmm. had I not gone to, like if I wasn't in philly at the time that i was like i yeah. you and james were like the two people that like i have met from that time that I still keep in contact with. Because we're such good people. Um, <laughs> and ironically, yeah, and of course we're the two people from the vaporwave scene. <laughs> that you like, yeah, the best yeah, part exactly. of Philly. You were, you were like, you were, you were, uh, yeah, you were like nineteen when I met you. Exactly. I was, yeah, I was like yeah, a going to vaporwave, going to, uh, going to see the, the the vaporwave show. Yeah, yeah, we met at a George Clinton show. That's it was, correct. It was yeah, crazy. Mm-hmm. At Philomoka, yeah. Yeah, are they? I'm are not they sure it's open anymore. I, I think, I think, yeah. I, I think it's R.I.P. Oh. right now. That venue, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. That's so sad. They had a giant eraser head painted. Oh damn! Like, yeah, and well, having yeah, everything they, fine. They did the but, the eraser head tour in that whole neighborhood. I was on that. It was fun. Oh, you, yeah. oh this is because this that's the area where David Lynch lived he, when he was going to school. He went to oh, Yeah, really? he also went to art school. Yeah, yeah he, he had that like claustrophobia and the like feelings that were going on in his head when he made he said that that's is, where he was that north that, philly baby the industrial yeah, so that's they used to call that area eraser hood and yeah. uh, oh, no shit. it was way different when david eraser lynch went hood. there if you go go and like look up david lynch's philadelphia stories and there's like all kinds of crazy shit he'll tell you that he witnessed oh, out yeah. there that like mm-hmm. drove him mad and scared him yeah and that's, mm-hmm. he said that 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 his time in Philadelphia was watch. the inspiration was the inspiration for Eraserhead, yeah. you know, um, for at least the feel of Eraserhead. He yeah. said, like, "Well, obviously, I didn't like have like a crazy alien baby, but like the Rip feel of, radiator. Of, my, of how I felt a singing yeah, living in Philadelphia is like I he's like he trans he infused that into the Eraserhead, and so he calls that yeah, that's probably why James movie. left. That's a Philadelphia movie. It's and not yeah, like that anymore. Yes. 
It's not like that anymore in that area, but apparently, just look up. You uh, guys want to read? Look up any of his stories about Philadelphia and going to school. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Never. So one anyhow, question. Uh, yeah, one question, real quick. Philomoka was yep. a mausoleum that they turned into a uh, venue, so that was pretty. That's cool right. Too. Uh, I'm going anyway, to interject with one really quick question from Soft now. Replica. He wants to know, what are some of B's non-visual artists and pieces that end up influencing their visual work? Non-visual artists and pieces that end up influencing your visual work. I mean, music, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, music. I do like a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's the one, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair, fair. I do a lot of illustrations based off of individual songs. Like I do, I've been doing a lot of those. That's fucking cool. I used to do a lot of that. Well, Phil Book is back, according to Quiz. It is reopened. They do do shows there, so that's good to know. I wasn't aware. Liddy. Okay. So anyway, music. You're saying? Yes. So I, I, and I did this when Hellfire came out earlier this year, where. The, the the songs just evoke something in me so visceral that it's like I need to put an image to this that isn't like that isn't influenced by the music the musician's visual image. So in other words, mm. yeah, you know, something that came out in your mind, not through like lyrics or the album cover or something. Yeah, so so the lyrics, you know, that that sometimes uh, you know will have an effect. But if there's an official music video like that, that goes that goes right out the window. Like right, if for there's sure. any kind of like canonical like visual depiction of a, like a song or a body of music, I'm just like, let, let's let's deconstruct this a little bit more. Um, I want to do that more. It's a lot of fun, and a lot a lot of music inspires me in this way. So I think that's why I get along. Well, with projects for, um, you know, like album covers and stuff like that, like right. I'm able to kind of garner that kind of vision from audio, which is something I'm pretty proud of. <laughs> nice. Um, I think that kicks ass, yeah. though. Like everyone loves a song that evokes an image. You actually take mm -hmm. that image and put it on paper or, you know, a screen. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I, I don't like it to be too literal um but that's kind of difficult uh when you have a very representative visual style um yeah. you're always drawing people and things and that's always going to be interpreted as, as literal um oh, I, I i would say that was an interesting statement uh, yeah oh god <laughs> yep Damn, Fang the Werewolf NYC has about a billion questions they want to ask you. Okay, we'll one of the best no, ones. No, ask more questions one of the that. best ones uh, from way back. Where did the name B Fant come from? It came from my casino terminal login, dude. Uh, I worked. In, I worked in a casino for five years. Oh, yeah. What, well, what did you that... do? Were you a deal a card dealer? No. Oh my god. No. God no. I was. I was. Wor it was worse. It was customer service. I, I, uh, was, I, got I was. I was. I was behind the desk. I was issuing cards. I was issuing match bet. I was issuing all kinds of money to people who did not. Um. I did that. What what the login was? It's your first initial and like so many letters of your last of your name. last name. Okay. Easy. F A N C. Unreal. 
<laughs> it's so unoriginal, but <laughs> no hate. That's where it came from. <laughs> That's a good That's answer. That's when it all started too. When I started working at the casinos, when I started going to college, so I'm like, might as well have something to tag my stuff with because they mm. encourage an online presence when you go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Yep. Sorry, Skelly. Proceed. Okay. How, uh, let's talk about music. Um, okay, obviously you come from a background where you learned a lot of classical uh, yeah. music. When did you uh, start listening to stuff that was a little bit off the beaten path? What was the yeah. first music you kind of started listening to? So music I started listening to on my own yeah. was... Um... What felt like yours? Sorry, what was that? What felt like yours? Oh, what felt like mine? Oh, my God. Okay, so I have, <laughs> I have three quotes painted on my bedroom walls from when oh. I was fourteen. Wow! And one of them is from Pete Townsend. Mm-hmm. One of them is from Tom Scholz, and one of them is from Roger Waters. So oh, very wow. classic rock. Like, classic rock. <laughs> Interesting. I see. That was my whole thing. Um, I had, I have seen Boston live maybe seven or eight times. Boston? Wow. You've seen Boston it's... live seven or eight times. Really? Boston's pretty cool. No, oh, I just, I, 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 not, right? I'm not casting, I'm not casting aspersions. I'm just, I find it interesting. I, and I, and I really haven't listened to them in a whole long time, but you know, I, I still listen to the Who every once in a while. I listen yeah. to, I, sometimes I like going back and listening to, to the Roger Waters solo stuff just to, but you, ha- you haven't put have more a than little a, chuckle. You haven't put, you haven't put more than a feeling on in a while. Yeah. Oh, oh my, well, try, try third stage. That's a pretty good album. Third stage and Don't Look Back are pretty, you know. Don't Look Back ahead. is great. Oh, I'm familiar with Don't Look Back. That, that's great. Um, I, I, yeah, more than a feeling, obviously, is there. That's like their eighties. The well, that's also yeah. like well, more than a feeling is also their eighties work. Do you know what I mean? It's a little bit a lot different than their seventies work. Came out in the in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. Don't look back from the seventies, <laughs> correct? But I believe more than a feeling is like uh, that's uh, that's 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 the eighties Boston stuff. Yeah? yeah, you would know better than I. Than I, I'm not the Boston <laughs> right over here. Um, but anyhow, so well, okay, so. So, at what point do you move from classic rock to vaporwave? Let's go. What's the? I yeah, this that's, that was crazy. How did you find that it? Was, uh, Bandcamp. It was uh, now that's oh, what I call sick. vaporwave. All same records popped up on the front page of Bandcamp one day. Oh. Um, okay. I was listening to a lot of emo stuff on Bandcamp back then. I was listening to a lot of local Philly stuff with problematic what were you individuals. That was local Philly stuff. Oh, hold on. Um, Panucci's Pizza. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Before, Panucci's before, Pizza. Before, before they uh, got outed as a sex pest, but um, damn, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gross. They, so, yeah, no. So um, no, that's what I call vaporwave. Showed up on the first. So you were going to like, local shows then. You were going to or no? Oh God, no, no. I I was still. Okay. I hadn't graduated high school. Yet. God, God, no. Okay, go on. <laughs> I hadn't All graduated right, so high you were, school, but you yet. were interested. Oh, so you were just checking out what was going on in Philadelphia, the city that was a little bit near you. Is that what's happening? Both, I decided to start checking both, out Philadelphia. Both, both of my parents are from there, so I was in there very. I was oh. there frequently. We, I have like I a you. like a blood connection to South Philly. Oh. Sick. Blood connection. Got it. Got it, got it. <laughs> we're we're bonded forever. It's the Italian. Um, exactly. That's that's where the bastard right. accent comes from. <laughs> Love it. 
Love it. Love your parents too. They're phenomenal human beings. I am always they're gonna fun. kick it. They can have fun, right? Yeah. Oh my God, there's so much fun. Isaac, they've been determinately chill. What? Like These parents have been determinately chill twice? That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Sheesh. And everything. Shout, Shout out, out mom and pop fans. This is the sweetest. They I bought you a shot? <laughs> yeah, they're, they're so cool. I love them so oh, much. Oh, man, that's please badass. Tell them, please give them my regards. They're phenomenal. Yeah. I, was, they, I was so honored because they like knew who I was already because oh, wow. Bianca had talked about me to them. And I was like, oh, this is like, this I mean, is like the I, coolest I, promotion I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> I don't shut right. up about Vaporwave to them because that has quickly become like... Do they like, like Vaporwave? Um... Please tell me you didn't the, start they like them the on people. Disco. I like, they like the creativity and the people and the you know. They're they're very into like funk and disco. Like they there you go. They've oh, been around. So they would love the WDSK. 80s. They've they've gone clubbing and stuff like that. So they're into that kind of stuff, which is what? which is pretty neat. Um, so how do we get to Vaporwave again? So you're on you're, you're you just I'm on Bandcamp. Band yeah, popped up on Bandcamp. Um, mixes on YouTube. I see. All yeah. stuff on Tumblr started getting you know more into the coliseum records catalog then i went to fortune 500 nice. and then oh, i went nice. to go listen to adhesive sounds and then L oh yeah wow. adhesive sounds is really interesting I was yeah interesting that was a fun one they were like kind of they really Lost did their angles. own thing was there's some good one. adhesive All sounds comps folks. comps yeah. are underrated man it's a great way to get people yeah. into your stuff i would not have i would not be here if it weren't for a comp so my first paid gig was a comp Yo, that's I, right. I, I did. And you recently the, did the art for Chase's uh, Mossy Frog Tapes comp, right? Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that was that was so freaking shout fun. out. That was that was such a that was such a blast. Shout out Chase and uh, Data for the art direction on that because that that was a blast. They they were very, uh, they weren't totally hands off with it because obviously they're like, oh, maybe move the frog over there. Like that's fine, but for the most part, I just kind of ran with it and oh, i love, love that. i love jobs like that where just like you trust me enough to just kind of love your work my the, way the, pieces. love it love your work on the groceries merchandise recently too um oh yeah I, if that i can cool. ever if i can ever get my shit together i'll be asking you to make some merchandise for me but i I, like... I i never get my shit together with this it will it needs to happen i've been doing skeleton lipstick for almost for like, like roughly 12 years and i've like yeah. never made merchandise i should really do that. I mean, aside from like you know tapes that like other people yeah. put out and, and records exactly. that other people put out, I'm never actually <laughs> like. Ah, anyway, we'll get to that. But but anyway, when you started getting into vaporwave and you saw this this little strange world, where you like, oh, this is this is a, a fascinating little world that's going on over here. This is an interesting art style, an interesting mm -hmm. like music music scene. Like, what did you think? Yeah, I, re I really dug it, and I'm not like a big collage artist or anything, but I tried my hands at a couple things like that just to kind of garner that vibe. Like, I really nice. didn't know like how to translate my illustration work into Vaporwave because you didn't really see a whole lot of illustration in Vaporwave. It's a lot of, you know, the, the visual style is, it was Vaporwave. You're pulling from different sources and making mm -hmm. something anew out of it. And I was like, well, I don't Thank know how I'm going to put into yeah, I, I don't know if I'm gonna fit in this as a visual artist, so I might as well try to like know, interact with people just to get more like recommendations and um, eventually just having all kinds of conversations with people on Twitter and Facebook. Um, eventually, I, I was able to figure out a way 
to bring illustrations to Vaporwave. At you really did. Yeah, my, that my actually makes my, sense, my, my too. That was actually, that's a big contribution. There are other people doing it as well. Like, you know, there's other illustrators like Wendy Goss and PJ and Sega. Like, they, they're all... Yeah. I, I love them to death. Like, I, I, I worship the ground they walk I love the on, picture honestly. of you and Sega and PJ at... Um, oh, the, art in, the art museum. Yeah, Take doing the, like... It was, like, the coolest picture I've ever that seen. That is, like, a really interesting so thing that you mentioned because... Because you guys really are do you guys really do something that is like you would never think like well this is um you know illustrating <laughs> would be like uh, oh like yeah. a thing that was not come but it is you're not doing uh you know because because that's like a specific voice sort of thing you're not doing uh, glitch art or collage art or typical right. vaporwave imagery for the most part you're like you're really doing something completely different so that does that is a big contribution you know what I mean yeah and, and I like that it's unique but it's like it's married to vaporwave aesthetic now. Of course, it's ma- yeah. At least to any deal. insider, it is. Yes, yeah, correct. Thank, thank, thankfully and, for that. To anybody right. who's an insider, it really is. They're familiar with you know your guys' work. You know what I mean? They, I have they infiltrated the, the community. Yeah, infiltrated. <laughs> everybody, everybody infiltrates. That's that. At the end of the day, nobody like vaporwave is like like you know like a like a like a like a. It's there's nobody who was born there. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like Good everybody point. fucking infiltrated. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone I like that. Even the people like who were there, in the, Chris. Even the Nobody was who born there, there in the beginning. We didn't, yeah. I mean, like myself and anybody else who was there, even in the beginning of it, like it was just, it was like you just sort of like bound yourself in it. It was built, and you were in that's, it. It's not like, yeah, you know what I mean. And so it. everybody yeah. is has infiltrated. It infiltrates. It, you know what I mean. <laughs> Nobody is like I was born right away in vaporwave. No, 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 that's not. There's this is not like came out of the womb a producer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or came out of a vaporwave producer right away. Like, no, 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 you found yourself here, and you, you whatever. Anyway, let me um, let me grab another beer. Skelly, get a couple more questions in because we got a big backlog of chat questions. Oh boy, I'll be okay, back. Fine. Oh, well, well, let me click a good one then. Uh, okay, all right. So, um, okay, so you're getting into vaporwave now. Um, I, let me just ask you about your work ethic because I know you said yeah. you, you produce a lot. Do you? How do you do? Do you do you do you keep yourself very regimented with how you do it? Because not only, like you're producing like fully formed works, like quite often. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. with everything being polished and ready to be given to the public. What's your work ethic like? Um, bringing it back to art school, I think being in the routine of having a finished piece within a week um, for a class has has a big deal to do with it, and mm. working a little smarter, not harder. You know. Mm copying and pasting parts of a finished sketch and rotating them just to and saving time to sketch out a fully, you know, a full piece by hand. Yeah. It's easier to just kind of Frankenstein different pieces of it together and then just yeah. think over it. Okay. Um, with a day job, it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um, it, the, the, product, the, the levels of, um, I guess energy I have to put towards it during the day kind of fluctuate. So it's not very consistent. So uh, I do try to at least sit down for a little bit each day to work on something. You know, yeah. I'm trying not to, especially with my hands now, I'm trying not to get too worked up about not finishing something in one sitting anymore. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. used to really stress me out. It's like, oh, I can't finish this in like two Aww. hours. I'm a fraud. But that's, oh, that's no. <laughs> Oh, that's no. not how that works anymore. That's like I, works, I, no. I, I can work in my own pace now, and it mm, works nice. out. So, but with that being said, weekends I'm sitting and drawing and everything else 
takes a takes a back seat. You know, I, I plant myself in like a Starbucks or kitchen table or something and put in a couple hours, take a break, mm-hmm. put in another couple hours elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Kinda and bouncing back and forth between projects too. I'm not always working on one thing, especially if I have like multiple commissions going on. Yeah. Um, it's good to bounce back and forth between them because then you get a fresher set of eyes on them after working on something right. different. So. Mm-hmm. Hello, Obscura has a question from a ways oh, back yeah, about yeah. your favorite yeah, era of visual art or eras. <laughs> favorite era or eras of visual art. I'm actually pretty into now. Oh. You know what I mean? Um, I, I like I, I, I like the art of the art. now age. I like... Art of the now <laughs> age. Very funny. Good one. Nice one, Isaac. <laughs> nice one. <laughs> um, I'm into uh, Rothko. I'm into artists from that period. But I think a lot of illustration I'm into now is contemporaries. People that I get to work alongside with and bear witness to I guess from other like communities of art so like if they're people do like mixed media artists on TikTok are crazy and I love them and I there's there's all kinds of people making all kinds of art right now and I think that's that's pretty telling of the world that we we're in there's yeah. a lot about society. <laughs> Interesting. That everyone's just kind of making whatever they want, and I well, like. I kind of love that, and like reclaimed that. by the working class. You know, I kind yeah! of I really love that. I love that, <laughs> and you know, because so much is not You know, what's funny to me about a lot of that is like I'm sure that like you know people were always making stuff, but we just yeah. couldn't see it because we, but we just couldn't see it. Like unless you knew mm-hmm. them or you lived in the same town as them, you couldn't see it. But now everybody lives in the same town because of the internet, so you can see it. You know, and it's nice. Everybody has a chance for, for lots of people to see it across the world. And, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously that's not a new, you know, realization to talk about. We've been talking about that since at least 2010. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when, mm-hmm. when there's a proliferation of websites like, uh, you know, like Tumblr, Bandcamp, you know, all this stuff. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, and it's like it's there's cool, it's all, cool. kinds of, cool. all kinds of downsides to social media and the arts, AI art included. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of theft going on. There's a lot of um, lowballing artists. Oh paid yeah. Work. Mm-hmm. Um, so but there's it, such a wealth of work out there to wit- to look at. Yeah. Now. Let me let me uh, make an interesting statement. So like you're right, and there is there there are downsides. One of the downside is like obviously you know, um, for instance. Um, when I in the early 2010s, uh, I used to like to go on Vimeo, and I mm-hmm. could easily find a lot of like amateur weird animations and mm-hmm. arts, and just people doing all kinds of weird experimentation with like mm-hmm. you know Blender and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, and I used to you know uh, I would download those videos, and mm-hmm. I could play them in the back of performances I would do or things like mm-hmm. that, you know. And yeah. it was really cool, really really interesting to find like really weird sort of like three D visual stuff. And uh, but now when I try and do that now, like the first thing that comes up is like stock video, like stock video of this, stock video mm-hmm. of that, like, like just like companies that have like when I try and look up a thing, like there's a bunch of companies that have now like excuse me are just like sort of promoting their 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 reels that you can purchase. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I, there's 
it's easier. I'd, I'd say it's also become easier to make um, finally some art, some <laughs> some money off of your art. Yeah, um, I run a subscription service and I make that's, a that's pretty a, good, that's a a pretty good that. amount yeah. on that. What um, you should drop the link on that. Drop, let's drop the if, link uh, yeah. at some point. Yeah, the Patreon. If somebody wants to drop the sure. link to the Patreon. Yes, please. Yeah, you mail it's, out stickers uh, like on the reg. Yes, once a month I send out stickers. December, I did something really fun. I did. I did. Lux uh, is on it. Thank you, Lux. Thank you. Lux is an official uh, member of the uh, podcast. Yes, she's she's the link queen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But thank you. There it month, is. I I took um, pairs of mittens and mailed one to one person and another to another, and they oh. need to. With the power of friendship come through to the community, you know, with the power of friendship, and try to figure out who has their mate by describing what they received in the mail. So I'm hoping people actually participate in that because I, I, yeah, that's that's cute. Um, so it's fun to do stuff like that. It's fun to have that kind of like self, like like that autonomy over my work because yeah. On yeah. one hand, you're being told you can't do anything with your your work outside of graduation, but also there's all these like firms you can work for and all these studios and god forbid you create something, you know, under their watch, like it's theirs. Like you have yeah. no ownership over what yeah. you, you make. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> at least through this, I I full ownership. So word. That that's been that was a pretty big deal. Yeah. That's a huge deal. And that's really only a recent thing, too. Yeah. Question from Fang the Werewolf NYC. B, what's your dream artist collab slash role model? I don't know. I feel silly saying it because they do have like a set visual language. And like, I totally understand that. But BDS would be huge for me. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I've drawn oh, yeah. them for gig posters and stuff like that. But Oh, yeah, I remember. Mm-hmm. You've it, done a gig poster like for a Terminally Chill, haven't you? A L- yeah. little tough to break into DDS times. considering like all the artwork's done by James and Keith. And like I, re- I fully respect that. It's just one of those like pipe dream type things yeah. where it's like I'm totally okay. Like, you yeah. know, it's not going to happen. But that's, that's, that's the, the answer. <laughs> you never know. Hey, good you answer. Know, you, never, you never know. Yeah. We've got some silly ones. Shiny Crystal Pistol. B, as a person from New Jersey, do you believe in Central Jersey? Uh-huh. <laughs> Interesting question. Yeah, Skelly, you could probably answer some of these. No, I don't. South and North to me. Yeah, I'm a South and North guy. Yeah, as a resident of South. South I, and I North. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I, so. I mean, I've never been to New My family is all from North Jersey, and I grew up in South Jersey, and that's the way I see it. Oh, I okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I hear Camden's I pretty lit. I Laurel. My family's all from Newark. Um, oh, okay. All right. Sick. Fighting Island yeah. wants to know if you have made the coming-of-age pilgrimage to Old Jersey. Either one? Oh, my God. No, I haven't. No. I, w- Fucking PJ. I, I would love miss, to know what. I miss PJ. I miss PJ too. PJ, come back online. Be terminally online. We miss PJ. Me. Pacific Plaza. <laughs> did you ever go to shows at those batting cages in Philly? I never made it Most to Most Pacific Plaza hit. question ever. I never got to make it to everybody hit. Everybody hits. Yes. So, like, I went to school with a lot of like the musicians. Like, I was there when 
uh, Shari Heck from Cyberbully Mom Club was still a student. So I'm pretty sure like one of the last shows that everybody hits was the Cyberbully Mom Club show. Um, but I never, I never made it over there. I wasn't 21 yet. Damn. <laughs> I, was, I was a little, I was a little baby. I was, it was a John says Central yeah. Jersey is real. Born and raised. John Central, Central Jersey oh. is real. Is that a Christ oh. impression you just did? Don't John touch says? my records. But, ever. A nice impression. All right. Nods asks, B, what is your favorite font? My favorite font? Uh... Uh, Joker man. <laughs> Joker man. <laughs> Perfect. It's pretty great. What is your yeah. least favorite font? What's the font when you see it, like used by a, a small business? You're like, Ugh. impact. Oh yeah. Yeah, the the, yeah. the millennial meme. Font. Yeah, the, the 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 top text, bottom text font. Yeah. The bottom text. Even font. if it isn't outlined, it's like, come on. I know what you're going for, and then I, I see pictures. Chaser Wave says, aside from having a very unique visual style, how long did it take for you to establish your color palette? And was there a lot oh. of experimenting? Mm, mm, mm. Color palette actually, I think, came to me a little easier than rendering. Um, I took some classes on color theory and had to paint color wheels from scratch and all that kind of stuff. Mm. You had to mix your own colors and whatever. Yeah. But I think pulling from other artists that I'm inspired by and you you can like make work out of you can make a very like diverse piece of work with just like a few colors like it really doesn't have to be like um everything under the rainbow in one piece so I think being able to figure that out and apply it to the colors that like I wanted to use so like really bright in your face type stuff. I think that really helped. So basically a combination of like oversaturated, like very pastel, pinky vaporwave stuff and mm -hmm. old school color theory. Um, that happened. That that's how that that's how that came about. It came pretty it came much easier than figuring out how to actually draw. <laughs> right. I think. Laggy McNagg Lagging Pants says, "What is B's favorite JoJo part?" Four. That, that's Big Lots, by the way. Yes, I know exactly who would ask that question. Art Shout out Big four. Lots. Shout out Big Lots. Love, love that guy. It, Same. Rohan is my favorite character of all time, and if I could ever be a character, it would be him. Because who else would would I be? I've got the green hair already. I can draw. Bruh. I just I just need to actually make comics. Again, for once in my life. You think you'll make um, comics again? Oh, I would that love would be to. so sick. I was, I my my thesis was like a ninety-five page little comic. Sketchbook Is it thing. something that you have available to your Patreon members? I have it on my website, but I do need oh, okay. to make like a digital version because I don't have a whole lot of physical copies left. Um, so I need to kind of like make a like an ebook version of it. Yeah, so, but I, I would love to get back super in there. fans that would love a copy. Oh yeah, that's there. It's did the most expensive my... thing on my website Quiz, I did at not a get whopping you a thirty bucks. Uh, you have to pay thirty dollars for each uh, print of it. Um, I don't remember how much I paid. 
for it. I bought maybe 35 copies at like 300. Um, gotcha. I had them. I had them independently printed. I got gotcha. you. Um, but it costs thirty dollars if you would like to own it. That's <laughs> a, a small price to pay for four years of work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Quiz. I did not get your question. I'm sorry. Um, you can type it again or. Sorry. Quiz me, baby. Um, strip silence. What is the order of importance? Music, track names, album artwork. Artwork, music, track names. Interesting. Well, I mean, track right. names, it seems like everybody puts track names at the end. Even though they are important, oh, right? Yeah, it's like, I, I, I get it. Like, you can name it whatever, and I'd still mess around with You know what I mean? Like... Right. I, I, um... Like, like, what do you yeah. guys do when you want to tell someone your favorite telepath song? Chris, do you, like, know what the translations of them are, or do you just tell them, like, no, track four on this album? I, no, I just send the link. Track you just one send the link? Of... Yeah, everyone's Track one of the one that's blue with the, the Asian lady looking at the camera. Track one of the lady standing next to the TV, I think. Is it right. a TV or, like, a giant beam of light? It's yeah, yeah, I, I know which song. album cover you're talking about. Yeah, that, that's 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 mine. I'm not really too familiar with telepath. Um, I love it when people are like, my favorite one is "She Came to Me at Night." I'm like, that's yeah. great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> LMAO. Um, <laughs> we are we are caught up on chat questions. Chris, did you want to hit her with one more before I go nuts? Um, uh, what time is it? Right now, 10:15. Um, you can start going nuts. Oh, well, actually, Quiz just hit us with the Godard question. Jean-Luc Godard um, said, yeah. it's not where you take things from, it's where you take them to. How would you apply this to your work? Wow. All right. What, Great question, I, I, Quiz. I, I, yeah, and um, I think... This is just, Quiz just probably Jean-Luc Godard. Sort of yeah, I love it. He also, I do remember wow, he did so say so it was the second smart. best Jean-Luc. Sorry, Quiz. Vivre I remember that. Vie. <laughs> right. Um, wait, what did you, wait, what'd you say? Second best John Luke. He said that it was the second best John Luke because Big Lots slash Laggy McLaggin Pants is the first best. His Jean-Luc. name is, is John Luke as well. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. I love that. All right, good. Go on. Second, <laughs> second best. Uh, one of them you can actually hug, and you can't hug the other one. Right. So, yeah. I mean, uh, take with that what you will. But I think with that, it goes back to pulling inspiration from music. You know, I if if I feel strong enough about a song that I need to kind of show, prove it, right? Um, in a piece, prove it, prove that you yeah. love this song. Uh, so, <laughs> um, prove you have all these scrabbles without showing your scrabbles. <laughs> Shout out last on FM. Yeah, that's oh wow. Last <laughs> FM. Um. And I think that can apply to what I guess I want to try out with the AI stuff, taking whatever that output is, making it my own into something not completely different, but different enough that you could tell that a human has touched this. So, so I thought about this for that's, a while. That's well, that's <laughs> well stated. Um, not All right. good at this on the top stuff. <laughs> did you guys see what Israel just needed? I did. 
that, 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 read it? that painted I, I like read it and I also read it in his voice too and like painted a whole, whole like little like angry rant picture and yeah. I was like I, you can read it I got a hot take I don't like when songs are called like Untitled 01 and Bedroom Loop by an artist named Jonathan with the period you gotta read it like and really like, I got a hot like take yeah, right. I don't like when songs what? are like Untitled One Bedroom, <laughs> bedroom Loop by like an artist loop. named Jonathan. By an artist named Jonathan. With a period. <laughs> yeah. I That's feel that. And, and and Rail is really good at, at song titles. So are yes. you, Skelly, actually. Yes. I like big ideas in the world. That that entire rant was a it was a world well that was just created. <laughs> Wait, what are you um, saying? Nathan, Nathan I like what? Nathan. What did you say? Something you have good song Skelly? titles, too. Both of you guys are really good at song titles. Yeah, you and Nathan. All right. Oh, good for us. Good for us. Um, B, what is a song or album that you think everyone needs to hear at least once? Glasswork. 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 It's a good answer. Different Trains. Um, Mallet Quartet. Um... The UC live at UC Berkeley by Steve Reich, like that, that kind of like li- listen to class like minimalist classical music. Please, like listen to classical music that has come out after the the 19th century or something. Like it, gotcha. there was a point where that wasn't even considered classical music, and grants had been it's just kind of experimental. And, wow. Yeah, like it, they've come so. Who was far. I listening to? <laughs> um... Like oh what the fuck is it called? I was just listening it to it recently. Um, <laughs> Quiz. I'll listen to classical say? music when they make barber beats out of it. I was listening to um uh what? It's pretty good. Chris, Chris, Christoph uh, Penderecki, Brandy for the Brandy to the victims of Hiroshima. That was like a very, yeah. Oh, that is that the one that was in Twin Peaks season three? Uh, yes, was it? it was. Yes, it oh, was. Oh really? It's pretty wild. I haven't I haven't seen Twin Peaks season three. Oh yes, so yeah, that's that 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 was used in uh, that one episode. That was pretty with the, with the orb and everything. It's, you would really like it, Chris. Oh, it's, it's I'm very, sure I would. I know yeah. I would. I just need yeah. to do it. Yeah, you would. It's time, Doctor Chris. I know Lux. Oh, Quiz has got another good one. Have you seen any I movies know. lately that have inspired recent slash future work? Movies specifically be. I mean, I'm probably going to see one tomorrow that's going to inspire me. I'm seeing the last uh, Evangelion movie tomorrow Ooh, night. Um, I've cool. seen it before, um, <clears throat> but I'm actually going to be seeing it like in a theater, which is crazy to me. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Bring a box but, of tissues. Oh, I'm I'm strapped. <laughs> I'm I, I have actually, I have not seen Evangelion, but I, I've been told it's it's very moving, and I would really like it is. to. It... Just haven't found the time. I saw I saw it when I, I saw Evangelion no, I... when I was in, in high school, but I, I never oh, saw nice. it. That's we got... the continuation. We're branded with it, you know. Oh, wild! I, I see. I don't forever. even know what the significance of that is, but I need to learn. It seems it, it's it's the lance of Longinus. It represents oh the like Longinus spear. Okay, death, baby, yeah, <laughs> gotcha. very cool. It's a wild tattoo. Yeah, so Lux says yeah, it took me forever, but we did it, lads. We got it. <laughs> B, it is there art. such thing as objectively bad art? Ooh. Any visual Ooh. or musical art is it objectively bad? And if you say yes, I want some examples. 
I mean, there's always going to be people out there that that enjoy something. Right. Um, and just always going to be people out there that enjoy something. <laughs> like, like just because. That's the question. <laughs> Just because I don't dig There's it. There's always going to be somebody that enjoys A24 content. Yes. I like A24. That wasn't what I railed against. I, <laughs> I, I do like it. content. People, I realize I railed against people who only talk about it. Yeah, that, that's a, that, yeah, that gets Not annoying. the actual production company, which makes he, very he, good he films. Up on it's it. the people. Anyway, this is about me. This is about me. This is about Bianca. <laughs> what are we saying? Yeah. Uh, I it, like it, I, I'm. All art can be objectively good. I think it, it really is up to everyone to decide um, if art is subjectively good. I don't know. I I, I, I just think that there is art out there that I can't stand, but there's Tell us people what it out is. there that love it. Oh, okay. Um, what do I loathe? Um, oh, shots fired. Be careful. Just hey, said man. Damien Hurst. Huh. Damien Hurst. Damien Yeah, shots fired. I don't like, I mean, I don't, I don't like Banksy. I don't like, don't, um. B does not shots like Banksy. Fired. Shots Shit. fired. Shots fired. Man, you guys are know. like, you guys like are tearing like down kinda... all the successful <laughs> modern artists right now, huh? I feel Damien like Hurst, it's a pretty Banksy. lukewarm you It's going to be like Jeff, K- Jeff Cooney's, like, I mean, you know. Jeff Coons kind of sucks. He can uh-huh. fight. Um, what was um? Yeah, keep going. Um, who else did I know? Who like? else sucks? Who else sucks? Um, whoever the art director is for the Marvel movies. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the the shit is the the shit is too sterile. It, it, so I was actually it. Um, I need Technicolor sci-fi. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you found like a back. first edition print of some comic that you really like. Um, oh, first edition, the Max. Yeah, I love that by Sam Keith. But I want to about everyone's now making fun of Jeff Koons. I was in Chicago this weekend for a conference. Did you see the I... giant shiny dog? Well, hold on, I'm not done. Yeah, I did, but let me I like continue. We're, we're actually, I was in the gift shop for the Chicago Institute of Art, and in the yeah. gift shop, you can buy those little uh, balloon guys that Jeff Koons makes, but they're like licensed they're by him so you're technically buying his art so they charge like you get like it's like gift shop art you can buy it but it's like thousand dollars like twelve hundred dollars for one of them and all it is is just like it's the little dog but it's like by him you know clearly not by him probably by his team right yeah but like it's like i'm like wow it's like here it's fine art in a gift shop that you like it in mass produced fine art in a gift shop then like oh man, this well feels, you know what uh, I can't I can't this feels tacky. I can't like turn my I can't <laughs> turn my nose up to that too much because I also have my art in gift shops. Okay, so but I this is really... like you do. Yeah, I, I know this is yeah. Whoa, that's you have your art in a gift shop. I can go to a there's gift a, shop and buy, so your, and it's like your a, art. Mm-hmm. Like this is authored yeah. by you. Yes, yeah, so there's a couple brick and mortar. It doesn't stores count if it's in paper ninety five. Okay, it's a brick no, and mortar. It's store. not. A, it's not. So oh, it's, well, that's like it's... actually dealing your art. This was in a gift shop, and there were multiple of them. And it was different. <laughs> okay, just different colors. yeah. I mean, this is very true. different. This was like a mass produced. It was almost like, is this a statement, like sort of thing? But yeah, anyway, it really continue. makes you think. Like, is, is he doing it wasn't like there was only one balloon like dog you could top. buy, and you could get that, and it would be yours. Yeah. No, it was like multiple, just different colors, and they're all like authored by him, and it was like twelve hundred dollars for know, man. any one of them. I, so it was like, I don't know. like I don't, a really expensive Funko Pop, that. exactly. 
Like, the, I don't know. Like, I, I, that's part of the reason why all of my... Um, 99% of the items that I have in my web store are, like, less than 10 bucks. Like, I, I make it quick. I want people to be able to access it kind of quickly. Um, yeah. Just... I, I don't really... I don't know, maybe because I'm not, a, like, a fine artist. I don't, I don't really see the appeal of a $1,200 oh. most likely mass-produced thing. Isaac, um, you don't know Cause? No, what is it? You oh, know, he's the guy that kind of looked like the uh, evil Disney glove yeah. hands and stuff. The, the, is he a character the in the Marvel movie? Here. No, dude. No, no. It's, you, you're getting them all wrong today, man. You're, you're, you're way off the mark with all these uh, people you don't know. You're, he's Cause. You know his work. Just, just Google him right now. You'll know yeah, it right away. K-A-W-S. You'll know it right away. My CPU can handle that right now. He, you'll he you'll know like exactly who the artist is when you see it. He makes salad fingers? <laughs> Leave no, I me did. alone, you people. <laughs> I'm trying. No, no, it's... <laughs> no, no, you, you know... You, I'm sorry. I actually you will have never seen this guy. Pause work? You'll know. He's got like these giant like like heart-looking things hanging out of people's heads. And like X's for eyes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I've never seen this guy before ever once. Oh. But uh, be careful. Wanted to know what you guys thought of him. Oh, I'm sorry. Oops. I just I, I, hear, I hear giggling, and I'm just. I'm, you I'm, can hear I'm the giggling? giggling. Oh wow! Yes, I love it. Is that is that Lux giggling in the background? That's between. Like, that's like, that I mean, door is closed. This, this is heart garbage. That's pretty funny. And I, I don't know. I have no real strong opinion one way or another about cause. It know, reminds me fine. of the whole "I made I, you a cookie, but I eat it." It like I mean, deviant <laughs> art. Man, I really love this. Is great. You, I, you should be that in charge of judging everything. Is, actually, on, I like that a lot. That's great. Uh, that's that's two thousand nine. Like, like MySpace art is. I, you know what? That's objectively better than Cause. Fuck it. Like, <laughs> I don't. Oh wow. I man, you guys are like we're tearing, we're ripping apart I, some know, sacred I, cows right now, huh? Listen, they, he has two hundred billion dollars. He's he, he has a lot of billion dollars. He has a lot of money. Wow. Yeah, he, he can he handle can it. Handle it. He's he, fine. he can handle it. He can handle yeah, it. Yeah, you can punch up to that guy. Out. Yeah, it's okay. Well, I, what about I the guy who's the uh, who's the one that was famous uh, not too long ago uh, at uh, Art Basil with the banana? Oh God! I, you know what? And I'm reading a manga about art school, and they just mentioned that guy in the most recent volume. Yeah, and I don't remember again? his name. I don't remember because they did not mention his name in the book. And they and they uh, eat the uh, banana. Then they Captain put a banana orangutan. I assume it's the name of the artist. I really like. I really hope the artist. I know it's not. I've seen him before, but I really just wish the artist was like an orangutan in a suit. Yes, I, I wish it was. I wish it was Coco. I, I wish Coco did that. Quiz keeps asking about RRR. What um, is that? Not, not, not. It's like a three-hour amazing film about love and, and friendship. And what do the R's stand for? I don't remember. I'm so Damn. guess I'm going to have to see RRR. You should. And you know what? The version on Netflix is... And that's the Rise, one that me and... Rise, Revolt. Yes. It's about like... Indian revolt against the British occupation at the time, but mm. um, I watched it. <laughs> it's it's crazy. I watched it the the. I'm pretty sure I watched it the same like night that Dark Life came out because I was oh. down the shore with a friend that I had actually made through 
their Discord server. And it just happened that the uh, live stream was going to be one of the nights that she was staying over. So we're like, Aww. all right, we're gonna, listen to we're gonna listen to Dark Light for the first time together. That's special. Um, but then we also watched RR together, and it was—it's a lot of fun. It's long, but it—it it doesn't feel like it's beating you over the head like other ridiculously long movies. Um, but the version on Netflix is also apparently in a in a different language and has sort of like a leans a different way in its oh, translation. Oh shit! Quiz the original. The original language. I don't want to mispronounce the name of the language. It's t t That's Telugu, badass. Telugu, I believe. Oh, the S. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, you were watching it with Aloe? Oh, that's cool. Yeah! Shout out Aloe Obscura. Yeah! Shout out Aloe Obscura came down the shore. Awesome. That's awesome. Please do. I want to ask, ask a question that's out of character for me. Ready? Hello? Okay, yeah, yeah, we Go can we can see you. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I have a question because I feel like this is one of the few times that we've had this podcast, and you nobody used talked about video games. And there was <laughs> I saw a joke that John Luke was in the uh, chat being like, "Ask Skelly about video games or talk about video games with Skelly." Because I famous, I famously don't play video games. Okay. Um, yeah. It's basically, do you do you play video games? Is that a, not do you a like them? Yeah, I like them. I don't play a whole lot. Not definitely not as much as I used to. Um, I used to be able to park myself in front of a game for like nine or ten hours a day, just get real stuck into it. But I suffer from migraines now, and oh, whatever no. my hand, whatever my hand is doing in my in my old age. Um, so That's I only rough, get like a couple man. hours in a day. But I've really gotten into MMOs over the last couple of years. Um, it's never really something I played growing up, but I picked up Final Fantasy fourteen a couple years ago, and now I'm getting cool. really into Final Fantasy eleven. And they're both paid services, so I'm just like in putting in as many hours as I as I can muster. And eleven has been. Are you playing them on console or on PC? I am playing eleven on the PC, and okay. I don't I don't have a lot. Of, I have a Switch. I have a PS nice. Vita. But I, in oh, terms of consoles, like, yeah, I am trying to get my hands on a five so I can play yeah, the next same, sort of. chapter in the seven remake because as of it's right not going to be available for the four. No, no Fuck, I didn't know that. Thank you so right much now. for telling me that. Uh -oh, I did not yes, know that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Oh my god. Um. So I do want to get that. I want to kind of wait until I get that so I can do the Crisis Core remake because I had right. a PSP growing up as well. So it's like. I, PSP I was an underrated. Yeah. My first Final Fantasy game was Dissidia on the PSP, which I is a love really Dissidia weird game so to start much. off with. Yes. Who who did so you mean? That's a lot of fun. Oh, I don't know. I, I like playing Chris. Tara. Who did you mean? <laughs> Tara? I like I, yeah, Tara was a lot of fun. So I do need to Hell play yeah. six. I, I, I always mained uh, Zidane and then when I played Duo Decim, I mained um Squall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Sick. I love I Dissidia. Like, nobody's played Dissidia. Oh, and the PS4 yeah. Dissidia was terrible. Oh, there was one for the four, huh? The PS4 Dissidia okay. was like a Battle Royale version of it. Like, there was no oh. campaign version at all. Oh, okay. Well, I know. So I'm, I'm what, glad I'm what, not missing out What of Final Fantasy is, Chris, is, you know, the long-running series, they have every single antagonist and every single protagonist can fight each other. Oh, so all the hardcore fans, yeah, are, can like 
Like they're just like, ah, oh, I'm gonna take my favorite character and fight my favorite villain it, or whatever. Was it fun? It was super fun. It was on the PSPs and like nobody's played it. Oh my yeah, gosh. it was Why a lot of fun. I guess because it's not a Final Fantasy game; it's a fighting it's game. It's one of those like comp. Really, right? I love that. Was the only I, there's only two video games that I would ever really play, and that would be fighting games like Mortal Kombat. It was really fun to do the finishing moves. And um, <laughs> other thing I would play would be like Doom, which is with all the cheat codes yeah. on, because I would just run through it and have things. Did you play Randy Blaster? I haven't played Randy Blaster. I've watched, Randy Blaster. I I watched, Nan- I watched Nano's stream, nice. uh, you know, uh, for it. It's always fun. I, it's I'm fun excited. to watch it. You know, I I, uh, I like watching it. And I watch that stream all the time. The one that Nano does. Yeah. Sick. Like, Those guys are hilarious. They go through the development of it. That's really fascinating. Oh, my stuff God. Right. So much skill in this this scene. Mm-hmm. I, am I sitting Absolutely. on Adonis? No, he's right next to me. <laughs> <laughs> we were wondering, um, Chaser Wave, what is B-Fan's current Pokemon team? Oh, oh look at the cat. I only I don't, I don't, only have a couple hours in Scarlet. I picked Coco as my main, my, my starter. Um, I do have a Fido, which is amazing. I treat it like it's my own dog, even though my own dog sits next to me when I play. I can read, I can be playing with my own dog, but I'm playing with this virtual dog instead. Is your dog in the um, room right now? My dog is downstairs because Damn. he would not, he, he wouldn't leave me alone if I he were you. in here with me. I feel really bad because, you know, people know Sonny, but he's, he's in his little enclosure space until I'm, I'm, I'm through and uh, he'll come in my room and we'll, we'll probably hit the sack and very cool yeah he's 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 a he's a great boy I've had him he's our first dog and um, he turned 11 in September oh so happy he's, birthday he's, he's getting up there but he's he's good he's he's, he's a good guy <laughs> B, when you're making friends with somebody, are you the kind of person that really, really wants to show them the music that you like, or do you kind of like hold back and keep it to yourself? I got you. Got to wait a little bit, I think. And I was able to make a friend down. Well, he's not always down here, but when he's down here, we we do orchestra together. He does the piano accompaniment, and he oh, works nice. in a restaurant. He plays mm. piano down here for restaurants and stuff. So, but. We, we eventually got tight over music taste. You know, we liked Black Midi. We went to go see Black Midi together on a whim. We're going to go see Lingua Ignata next week. Ooh. Oh, um, I love Ignata. I got him I to listen to Dark Life. Music. She's... Maybe I misheard. Cutting... No, no. So so this, this Lingua Ignata project is coming to an end. But she's going to be making music in like a different sort of capacity. That's cool. Um, Yes, uh, yeah. A lot of people are big fans. Completely, I would have been like really sad, but um, yeah, he he heard EDS name dropped on the needle drop, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you played this song for I played him a track off of Ultra Living Like This while we were waiting between uh, dress rehearsal and a performance." Oh god, what did I play? I wish I knew the translated names. I'm a fake. I am a fake shroud. Oh, I played track. No, 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 I wasn't, I didn't mean that. I yeah, no, no, I know, like I know, go, you're joking. You have like a go, I just thought, like, you sometimes people have a go-to song that they play from their favorite band. Yeah. But, it, but sometimes it just can be anything, you know? Yeah, I played track four, and then I showed him Loving is Easy, and then oh, yeah. he heard Dark Life when it came out, and that was really exciting. Um, Very cool. 
Yeah, I, I don't know the names of the songs, but I have That's a fine. ghost diamond tattoo on my leg, so Holy I shit. make up for Wild. it there. <laughs> so if somebody yeah. asks about the tattoo, you have to be like, hang on just a second. Well, g- give me a minute. Let me, let me just Are you explain. ready to sync up? Yeah. <laughs> it's in a spot where you can only see it in the summertime, too, so uh-huh. it's like nobody knows I'm a shroudy until I take the pants off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that. Even though I don't have any tattoos. I'm a shroudy until I take my pants off. Pants off, I'm a shroudy. Fuck your life. Out of context, that sounds so crazy. Quiz, uh, another movie question. What is a movie that always makes you feel better when you're down, and why? And do you have any favorite songs from the soundtrack, perhaps? God, he he put me in a corner with this one, because he knows I'm going to say Mishima. He knows I'm going to say that. Yeah, you, 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 you... put me in a corner man yeah Mishima is one of the most like depressing movies I have ever seen but I've I feel like whenever I watch it it's like it takes like a screenshot of where I am currently in my life and I just kind of like step back and like, reassess everything um creatively especially like I don't know what it is about that I think it's the way it's kind of structured to go back and forth between oh, an autobiographical <laughs> narrative and like snippets of his like depictions of the plays that he's written during his uh, life. Who, and who directed this film? I've not. Even Paul Schrader. Paul, Paul Schrader. Paul Schrader. Yeah. Paul Schrader. I haven't gotcha. seen any other Paul Schrader movies. You never seen any other Paul Schrader movies? You never um, seen like Taxi Driver? Like he wrote that. Oh, he wrote I, that. I was like, that's a Scorsese yeah, wrote, yeah. film. Um, gotcha. Yeah. I was always a big fan of um, of Autofocus. That's actually a Paul Schrader film that I very much enjoy. Writing that one down, just writing down everything. No, it's all about the guy. It's all about the. It's all about the main actor from uh, Hogan's Heroes and his bizarre sexual lifestyle and like, oh, weird, weird, percl- weird proclivities and how he approaches it in this really just strangely like mundane sort of like almost like fifty-ish, fifties-ish way, but like you know with his like sort of attitudes and this. Well, gee golly, I'm not sure okay, I would like cool. that. And it's like a strange orgy. Yeah. <laughs> he was so weirdly I've self-destructive. I've seen Hogan's Heroes, so I yeah. The main actor like was, a, was a bizarre was pervert. Sure. Like, yeah, he was a bizarre pervert, like who like didn't even like have like no self-awareness of how bizarre he it, it was. It's a very interesting yeah. study of a uh, of a uh, you know. So Lux and I watched movie. Dead Ringers for the first time several Ooh, months yeah, ago. Yeah, Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. it's like one of, I believe you said it was one of your favorite films, Chris. And it I is not, like, it's a film I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was one of your favorites. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you said you liked it a lot, or maybe it was your favorite Cronenberg film. Um, it's not my favorite Cronenberg film. Well, I, I don't know what you said, Dan, but you, you expressed <laughs> I like it a lot, though. You I really like it. You liked it. And it is. My favorite Cronenberg film? It's super uh, aesthetic, anyways. You think about yeah. that for a minute. If you want an aesthetic um, movie, watch Dead Ringers. Yes, I sure. really. I bits of it but Cronenberg makes me a little queen sometimes mm, true mm-hmm. like Existence like kind of I've not seen Existence oh no my, that's right my, my favorite Cronenberg film is Crash oh okay cool the one about the people who get turned on by getting in car accidents yeah. you would 
Uh, it's really dark and fun and sexy and dangerous and very dangerous film too like really just like no good here there's no good here no redemption here like it's just i love stuff that's just like come in it's going to be beautiful and and it's going to be very well done and moody and eerie and intelligent and you'll and it's no good there's no good here whatsoever yeah, you get done like, watching it no like, good Ugh. only bad dangerous things here you know, see i'm you not allowed to watch even, those kinds of movies didn't even let your mind go into these worlds and we're going to surround you in these worlds that you shouldn't even go in you know what i mean it's the sort of shit that probably those people that complained about that person earlier wouldn't like you know what i mean you know what i mean remember remember my hot take earlier today those people like horror films should be for families why would you why would you put anything controversial that might make me uncomfortable this is a sensitive topic in a heart it's fucking horror shut the fuck up yeah, I, I don't I don't understand that either. I thoroughly agree it's with what you said. Shut the On that fuck note, off. what is your like, favorite seriously. Christmas movie, oh, B? Shiny Crystal My Pistol would like Christmas to know. Movie? Yeah. My favorite Christmas movie is a Satoshi Kon I do like Ken Park. <laughs> yeah, I true. love I Tokyo like Godfathers. What's the best Christmas movie? Chris, have you seen Tokyo Godfathers? Yeah, I have. It's great. Chris love likes that. Satoshi Kon too. Sick. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Satoshi Khan, you don't even understand. Uh, strange. Well, yeah, there's another person that probably those people would be like, this is not sensitive enough. Like, God, Strange Circus, shit like that. You, God, that's some weird. My favorite, uh, Sato- um, oh, not, not Satoshi Khan. I'm getting confused. But yes, I love Satoshi Khan. I love Tokyo Godfathers. Uh, obviously, you all Me know Capri- Paprika is like my favorite film of oh, all yeah. time. Paprika is definitely one of my favorite films. Um, yeah, you would think I'd talk about Perfect Blue, right? But no, I like Paprika a thousand times better. Yeah, Paprika seems Paprika so much fun. Right now, right? Yeah, I just Gummo. Love all yeah, the Gummo's one of my favorite films, others. actually. Strip Silence. <laughs> oh, Gummo! Yeah, that one's also off limits. I love that. Me. When I, I was I in college, I like make everybody watch it, and then they would be upset. <laughs> I will come out of that movie a different person, and I don't want to know what that person. Well, I just like it because yeah, the entire it. environment is its own character, which is interesting. Yeah. All the weird digressions makes me happy. I think the the worst scene is the kid eating the spaghetti. In the oh, I love that scene. That's Werner Herzog's favorite scene in the film. While his mom is washing his hair and he's eating a Butterfinger and it falls in the tub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, like I'm a big fan of cursed food memes and I'm just like, this is That's where, where it started. starts. <laughs> That's definitely a cursed food meme. Solomon yeah. or whatever with the crazy hair. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's like the whole cur- the whole cursed aesthetic, I think, in general on the internet, that, that cursed aesthetic. They have like everything to thank Harmony Corrine for that. Yeah. Shout out yeah, Harmony Corrine. <laughs> B, have you ever but shown real, somebody? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. Real, just real quick, back on this, the Tokyo Godfathers. A, a really fun thing about that soundtrack is it was written by Keiichi Suzuki, who also worked on the Mother Two soundtrack. Ooh. And he has a really great side band that he is still actually making music for, called the Moon Riders. And okay. they are. Enough. Moonriders make the very like weird project like it, it's labeled Zolo on Rate Your Music. I don't know exactly like what that sounds like. It kind of sounds like Wingo Boingo, really. Right? If it were Japanese, I guess. Um, oh, that's fascinating. But I, I, I have like an essentials playlist that I will probably post on Twitter after this because I think everyone be should listen to the Moonriders project. For sure. Yeah. Very cool. Big fan of Kate Suzuki. 
Didn't mean to interrupt you earlier. I just wanted to know if you ever felt like when you were showing somebody a song or album, that did you ever have the throwing your pearls before swine feeling? You ever heard that phrase? I mean, can you define that phrase real quick? I've so heard it, throwing but, like, your pearls before like... swine is like it's a biblical phrase. Um, How do I surprise you haven't heard that for with a, with yeah, a cat yeah, yeah, just, It's like yeah. when you when you put something that's very meaningful and precious, put it out there for somebody and they just stomp all over it. Oh my god, my ex hated vaporwave. Mm. Oh wow. You know what I mean? Oh no, hated it. That's, that's why he's that's why they're your keyword that's, yeah. that's not four okay. years with you think you know a person, you know, you're open to all of their recommendations, but god forbid you show them. Well, were they mean about it? They I mean, mean like Death Dynamic Trout or anything? They weren't they they thought I was spending more time with those individuals than them, the person I lived with. That's Damn. Sounds, like, that I don't know, man. Sounds like there was something else going on. They were just using it as a scapegoat. There most, there was mo most. Certain. If I know people, and I do know people, it's never what they're actually talking about. That's the problem. Yeah, no, there, there were. Some they always pick, people pick something superficial, and you're always talking to paperweight people. Were, like, yeah, but what is really the problem? Actually? They, they were, there were definitely some insecurities with the confidence in that relationship. Well, I mean, yeah. it's okay to have, it's okay to not have the exact same hobbies and interests. But no, share, well, shared interests yeah. are really yeah. special. Yeah. Antagonizing, you know. I, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I know, but I will say that it does make things easier when you guys share oh, yeah. a lot of things. You know what well, I mean? You, I mean you've I, mentioned I, many times, like you know, as soon you, as you found you, out you, Wendy you, loved you, Clams you, Casino, you were like, "All right, mm. it's made." She's got better taste in music than me. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> you do be posting some obscure witch house tracks, and I'm like, "Damn, Skelly, are you finding these, or are you being put on?" Oh, she puts me on. <laughs> Either way, I'm just like, Absolutely. damn, like that's really good. She, 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 she puts me on to a lot of those. Actually, I swapped sure. track Rex with Wendy one night, and it was a lot of fun. I want to try that. Oh, you did. that's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, I, yeah. I well, you know, she's too stuff. busy for anybody Instagram, who but, wants yeah, to. Please go feel free busy. to always uh, send messages to Wendy if you want music, Rex, or just want to talk to her. She's very cool. Um, super dope. Yes. Well, I'm sorry that you, you had that Pearls Before Swine moment, but the reason I asked is I feel like it's kind of like a shared experience for people that are into niche art, especially when they're yeah. really young and they're getting into niche art and like people's mm -hmm. opinions of their tastes like matter to them still, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. Sorry, my AirPods just died. No, so uh, uh oh. This is how we're talking now. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, you sound even, you sound ironically, fine. you actually sound clearer. better. You sound clearer, actually. I was just worried there was going to be an echo. No, I mean it's a, good. I honestly thought about asking you to use the Max mic last night, but I was like, ah. Eh. I, I, I'm using the Max mic right things. now myself. I don't understand. That sounds pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um. Golden. Cool. All right, Tuffy. What is yeah. a Tuffy? What is a uh? What is a behavior in the the art? The visual art or the the musical, the vaporwave scene. What is a behavior that you wish would stop? Um, I feel like sometimes people put themselves in shitty situations on purpose mm. and for, yeah. for the sake of their work. Um, mm. And people try to help pull them out of it. And they're just like, no, I gotta, I gotta finish this. I gotta neglect my health for this thing. I gotta finish. It's gonna be so big, and you're yeah. gonna end up making more of them anyway. And if there's none of you left to make it, then like, what's the point? So, 
It's a really good. And like statement. as someone who had been in like bad situations, just to get through a piece, like I don't want to do that anymore. Um, right. So just really listening to my my mind and my body and stopping when it's had enough. Um, and then revisiting it later. Really, really uh, good. Nice, really good advice. advice. Really good advice. Yeah, for for all of us who have like a a, a big person job and then want to create on the side you definitely have to listen for those of us that are aging as well like you got to listen yeah you know you got to set boundaries with yourself yeah yeah it's hard to remember to do that but you know you gotta at at least listen to the people who are trying to remind you Um, good point quiz wants to know if you have any plans to release any more dream b music uh I don't, I don't know. Um, like I said, I definitely want to do something with the violin work. I've been trying to like work on covers of like vaporwave stuff. Like there's That's pieces cool. of dark life that I'm trying to piece apart. Wow. I'm trying to piece Jeez. apart like Steve Reach pieces to play on my own. Uh, just putting it all in the G clef somehow. I some grace of God figuring out how to do that again. Um, La- I, it was either last month or the month before where Equip put out the uh, mixtape in the Equip's picks that was all like the golf soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And just on a whim, uh, because there was like a. It was a, And it was less than a minute. So it was pretty like. I was able to chew on it um, without feeling too overwhelmed. I just kind of transposed that real quickly. Nice. And recorded a little video of myself playing it and I dropped it in the Eclipse picks and I'm like hey, th- I, I know how to do this. Like, I, I can I can hear something and just play it back. Um, That's badass. I'm not as great as I used to be at it. I'm pretty out of practice with it. I used to play every day for 12 years and then I went to school and I stopped. Um, but I, I want to I wanna play around more with... Um, other people's music in this space <laughs> before I, I try um, making my own, I think. I mean, I, I think the idea of people. using... I think the idea of, of covering songs on violin is a really, really cool idea, at least just at the very least to get some creative juices flowing, but I, I mean, there are a lot of people that would really like that. Like, I remember like, when um, Jude Frankham did like a guitar cover of that Birth of a New Day, the most popular song on that album. And I was just really? like, damn, it's like, yeah, it's like a, like a really like, like sad, sultry, like electric guitar cover of the most popular song. I, I can't remember. Really cool. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. just, it's really, I finally, it's, I finally listened to that album. Yeah. It's, it's never pretty damn it. good. Yeah. It's pretty great. Good. It was really good. Yeah. I get it. It's really good. I, 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 like yeah. it a lot. I, but I never heard, never listened to it. I it's a vibe, you know, obviously it's supposed to be pretty good. I guess I should listen to this eventually, but there's a lot of things that are really good that you're like, okay, I'll get to it eventually. It was one of those. And, yeah. It's good. yeah. It's cool. I got to it kind of late too. <laughs> There's so much like the, your, your to listen to list and your to read list and your to watch list are yeah. never going away. Like exactly. they're always going to be there. Away. There's always, there's so right. much stuff. I mean, I've got, I've yeah. had Twin Peaks on there for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great True. example. Who should our next guest be? Who should your next guest be? I got a few few people who I lined up, but uh, no, no one's uh, come back to. Nathan's been on, right? Nathan's been on. Yeah, Nathan's been on. Has Will been on? Will came on yeah, with Nathan on as iClick. They, they both came on together for iClick. Yeah. Um, 
Bianca, you know, I actually, and I, I'd like to, I'm, I'm looking, figuring out a time to bring on, uh, I'd like actually to bring on, you know, um, uh, Andrew from uh, or Bonnet, Bonneville or. or uh, yeah, we sat Saturday. together at James's wedding. Yeah, you know, you know. Uh, wow, yeah, so that's cool. Yeah. Like to get, I'd actually like to get Andrew. I actually want to get Andrew on. He just came out with some new music. My Mad Gear tape just came in today. Yeah, he just came out with that, and then that one with the Bugs Bunny cover. Yeah, yeah. I actually like to get. I actually want to get. uh, Want to get him on at some point. Okay, yeah. He's a really interesting guy, and uh, so I'd like to bring him on at some point soon. I think he'd be. What's you? You you would probably not too familiar. What's his project name? Um, Bonneville or Acer AV or Mad Gear. He's got a whole bunch of uh, different. Oh, wait, uh, Acer AV. Yeah, I know who that person is. Yeah, he would say uh, uh, he yeah. is the. Uh, I would say he's a very interesting Shit, character. Probably a bit in of chat a, right bit of a bit of a bit of a uh, bit of a mysterious or Diogenesis Diogenesis ish guy who uh, has been a bit of a spiritual counsel for everybody yes. from myself to probably Bianca occasionally to James and to Fiber. Like, oh, like he's a he's like a. So it's a hand moving through the scene. Nobody really knows about. He's a very mysterious figure. Yeah. He's touched a lot of us. He's yeah. an interesting guy. Well, we're gonna have to have, we're gonna have to have him on. I think so too. I'd like to get him on. Pacific Plaza and says. Everyone should check out his new Otto. album. I'm gonna put a link for that right now. And Rail says Geo Metro. Geo Metro. That's the other name yeah. for him. Exactly. That is. Yeah. That's it. Oh, I that's Geo Metro. See, I know them yeah. as Geo Metro. Geo Metro. Oh, I for, well, okay. that's actually probably the most popular thing. Like, yeah. Popular yeah. student by I, mean, I don't know why it just randomly it was one. Oh, shiny crystal, crystal the, pistol. The current ones you, came to mind first. You sweet summer babe. We had 18 carat affair on. We yeah, we had 18 carat <laughs> affair on. We had a lot of people on. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can literally rewatch the episode. It was a wonderful. We've missed you. Um, the quiz says Mesh needs to come back on with a working mic. Oh, um, for for real though. Um, like who who would? Well, you mentioned some people, that, but they've already been on. Like anybody else? Yeah, you definitely. Think of? Well, I, I definitely for real want to get Andrew on at some point. Uh, in, in the in the near future, and then. Yeah, but who else? I, who else should we think about? I co-sign that. Uh, and and Bianca Cosign's getting Andrew on, so you guys should check out. That's the link for his most recent Bonneville. The upvote. We'll the courtesy of B. James Webster, yeah, the, the scariest DDS video. member. I mean, it, uh, you guys haven't had him on yet. Who? James? James. Well, I was waiting, actually, because, well, uh, yeah, and uh, we haven't. We've had everyone else from Death's Dynamic Shroud on, but at the same time, I was like, well, I wanted to wait till the album came out before I had James well, maybe come if on. Well, maybe if your guests that you were kind of and talking about And I've already talked having... to him, and I wanted to wait because, you know, I, I'm like, well, I didn't want to. to wait. I want to have at least one more Death's Dynamic Shroud member that we hadn't talked to. To, for when Dark Life came out, you know, finally. Well, so, get him if, on if the James and James is the one who I know the best, obviously. If your choice the closest, for the next the episode with, doesn't come to through, maybe save him until after. But I think now he, they're probably very busy, and I did talk to him. About, they're probably very, but they're very busy right now. But yes, I think well, but James has already agreed to come on. Just wanted to figure out a time for that to happen. Yeah. I have a MacBook soft replica. Thank you very much. <laughs> How do you think I did? We, we uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We, I've had, I, I, we've had uh, some people agree to, you know. Uh, who else? Who else? Okay, so James and, and Andrew are, uh, are definitely ones we want on, but who who else, Bianca? Who's, who's another one? Have you had any of the Virtua 94 guys on? Yeah, we did. Had yeah. Virtua 94 on. Had Andrew and Victor. We need to have some people time. from other countries on, damn it. All we have are well, Americans. That, that's true. And it's I just really hard. To figure out that one. I really would love to talk to, you know, like Sands or you know, something. The Zero Trash Wave and okay, Desert the Sands, all right. and all those guys. And I got to figure, we got to figure zero out how trash, to do that. Yeah. Don't but I got to figure out how to do that because we, an eyeliner. Yeah, of course. All these people. What do you so have have you had Trash Ghost on? No, no but we should. We should. Yeah. 
My pet flamingo eyeliner. Nathan says yeah. that DDS is in a non-touring phase now. So they okay, are, I'll, try, yeah. I'll hit up James. I'll hit up James. Well, if you're, as I was saying, if your first pick for the next episode doesn't pan out, I mean, it could be James, but we'll see. More visual artists. What about visual artists? Yes. Um, yeah, we need to have Sega Octopus on. Sega Octopus, uh, Allure Artworks is another person. Oh, I've Allure met them in person. They're great. You know, you, shirts Allure Allure you understand great. that Allure design, uh, you know my tattoo and the skeleton lipstick, that, that new skeleton logo. Yeah, they did that. Logo with, like, the yeah, get them on. Get them yeah, on the horn. You know, I've met them in Allure person. They're that, super right? cool. Yeah, go for so, L-X-T-X-C-X. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's okay. you know, the skeleton lipstick bust with, like, you know, the, the face broken over mm. with the skull and the lipstick. That's Allure design. Get that. Luna on here. Is Luna? We had we had Luna on. Oh, Lunitas. My bad. We had Lunitas. No, 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 no. no. He's talking about somebody else. Oh, who's Luna? Luna? Is that is that Tex partner or am I? Yes. Okay. Oh, Luna's Tex. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Also, James's partner. Christina also illustrates too. Yeah, so they're both. Damn, it's it's a lot of cool people in this scene, man. Really cool visual artists right now. So, yeah. Well, we're we're about out of time, um, but we want to give you a platform to promote yourself and shout anybody out or anything out that you want. Sorry, uh, just anything that you have on your mind. You are very willing and welcome to say right now. Uh, I mean, it's a crazy time of year right now. Um, I'm sure everyone's kind of got some sort of anxiety going on around family or the holidays and stuff like that. So it's just really take time away from everything if you can just a little bit to assess your situation check in with yourself am i good yeah, what, um, what i like to do with stuff like this is yeah. convince myself that i am the only sane person in this room and everyone around me is a fucking moron and i don't know if that's like a healthy coping skill for stuff like this but it has gotten me this far um without breaking any teeth um i'm gonna try that at work tomorrow you uh, listen that's get you through it, right? Whatever it takes. And um, go listen to Hello Gravity by Truman Finney. <laughs> that's a that's a a fun uh, artist that I discovered within the DDS Discord. So very cool. Yeah. Um, if uh, if if you wanna plug that patreon link one more time lux that'd be super cool much much appreciate what you do uh anything else you want to say b before we wrap up uh, thank you for having me on this was a lot oh, of was fun a i had a very you know anxiety ridden day for other reasons but Aww. this kind of helped me remember what's more important you know what i mean yeah so that's what i'm talking about that I um I am very glad that you joined us tonight, and thank you guys uh, yourselves for being here. I don't really have. Would you say thank you for watching? Uh, thank you I, for watching. <laughs> I don't have much to promote. To <laughs> um, I was on Vapor ninety one point five WML Lowell. Uh, I did yeah. a forty five minute uh, Vaporwave DJ amazing, set. Thank you. You actually time. tuned in the entire that was, time, so, and that was, that was really that was sweet a blast. of you. It was a, still... it's a late. These are late nights for me, but I do I not check it. out. I still need. Can you post Thank the link? And I still need to hear. I still need to listen to it. You know what? I'll I'll DM it to you. Um, unless yeah, Lux wants do. to find it and post it, no pressure. Um, yeah, DM it to me. I haven't had a chance. Thank to you, man. I was pretty proud of it. It's one of the last sets I'm doing on my uh, my DDJ SR before I get comfortable with Recordbox on oh, my wow. uh, DDJ 1000. 
Um, okay. I'm working. Uh, I'm working on getting the audio from the interview. If anyone's actually interested in that, but yeah, uh, that DJ I Soy would Boy's really like to busy. hear. Oh, you're you're so flattering. Um, working on a set for Coast to Coast Collective. That's coming up. Don't have a date for that yet, but it's probably going to be a wave music set. Uh, lots of like Darko uh, stuff like that. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Just no dates or anything. Uh, and uh, that's it for me. <laughs> what do you got going on, Skelly? The uh, patch note, my remix of patch note song "Breathe," is uh, out now on uh, streaming services. Go listen to it. it. Oh yeah, oh, we uh, we we played um, an ad for the is, upcoming patch notes. That's yes, it's the lead single from the up note. That is actually that remix that I did for patch notes is the lead single from the upcoming patch notes expanded edition of Golden Hour, which is being released by Pacific Plaza believe probably this friday if i'm not mistaken and uh yeah so go check that out oh and it's gonna be at the end I'll... of january thanks pacific plaza never mind the end of january is what i meant to say okay <laughs> so uh that'll be out at the end of january and uh check that out the remix will be of course available on that as well but you for now can stream it so go listen to it uh it's bianca approved there you go sick all right so um we are uh going to we don't have anybody to raid tonight so we're going to run a very very special ad for the upcoming or i don't think it's upcoming at this point but but we're going to run an ad for the pacific plaza christmas comp and uh we're gonna yeah we want to thank everybody for tuning in uh and remind everybody to to meet at the same time uh same place two weeks from now that's december the 19th the show is at the end of january the music is out friday okay i was right all right, the show. There's a the streaming event, right, Isaac? Uh, are we allowed to talk? About I'm sorry, that Pacific thing? Plaza. I, Thank you for for. I just I never really know like what what what's like you know kosher to talk about or not if it's been dropped or not. Uh, but but know. all right. Thank you. Thank you. The for album's out Friday. Us, How about that? I'm doing such a great job promoting. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> so um, stay tuned for a very special ad um, for Pacific Plaza. Stay tuned in two weeks for our next guest. We don't know who it is yet, but it's going to be good. Uh, and of course, an upcoming retrospective episode here pretty soon. Gonna have to start planning that one, Chris. Uh, so, so strap oh, yourself oh. in. <laughs> um, thank you guys All again right. for being here. Thank you very much for your generous donation, uh, Chase or Wave, Mossy Frog. Thank you, B, for being who you are and doing what you do. And thanks, guys, for being a part of the Hot Takes Horde. Have a lovely night. If you're dashing through the snow wondering what the dickens to give someone this Christmas, give them a vaporwave tape. Oh,